on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hubs plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-Peanuts.com.
to live, don't abuse it, don't blow it. Positive vibes, there's only one way 
It's so insane, it's so insane
Replicon Radio is brought to you in part by Lex the Hexmaster and the Shadow Army. Yeah, yeah. That's right. What up, y'all? Yo! I was trying to do that with you. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I didn't know. I was just letting you do it. Shout out to our sponsors, Lex the Hexmaster and the Shadow Army. We yeah, are yo. live. We are in full effect. About fucking time. Hey, people that listen to the replay have no idea we're late. So no, right? <laughs> Well, they might. Technical difficulties I just, happen. I was wondering why the show's three and a half hours long. Yeah. Like, man, they usually start a half hour earlier. What the fuck right. happened? They it's don't not, listen to us anymore. It's not, it's not our fault. It's your fault. You guys don't buy enough merch, so we can't buy new computers. <laughs> <laughs> we, had to, we had to borrow some food stamps to pay for the internet bill. All right. So. But we're good. We're here. We're live. We're doing it. Uh, we're doing up on the YouTube it, channel, and we are live at replaconradio.com. Tonight on the show, man, we got some freshness. You better get your fucking seatbelt strapped. Blaze for a ride. Blaze your dad, homie, coming up here shortly. This is the this is special show. We've never had like a. I mean, every show is special. It's a three P, and we have Christmas specials. Yeah, we do that. But we've never had like a. If I recall, we've never had like a a special show. Like we, have, you know, what I mean, we have dope ass guests, and it's they're special. But it's not like this is the one less G show, essentially. I mean, obviously they're doing the the actual like music show, mm-hmm. but this this whole interview is dedicated to the twenty year anniversary of that record. We're going back. I know we always go back on the on the DeLorean and the time machine. But that's Did you usually, put gas in it this time? But that's usually just a portion. This whole you don't show. Need gas where we're going. That's right. <laughs> we got plenty of trash down here for the Mr. Fuel. <laughs> All whatever right, man. it is. I know. You got to pick your shit up. But yeah, man. Blazer Dead Homie coming up here shortly. We're going to talk about. We're going back in time, man. We're going to start. We're starting the celebration on the One Less G in the Hood record. And we're, we're going to talk all about it. We'll probably talk about some new stuff, too. But, you know, we're going to we're gonna go back, man. It's going to be dope. I'm excited. I'm excited. Are you excited? I am. Everyone's I am. excited. I'm excited. Hell yeah. It's going to be cool, man. So Blaze is coming up here shortly. Yes, it is now live. We are here. You what are up, here. What up? What up? We this are is here. live. What's up, everybody in the, in, in the chat room? Yeah, if you guys got questions and stuff for Blaze, um, let us know. And we'll, uh, we'll do our best to get to them. I do want to do this while we have everyone's attention, though. Let's, uh... Replicon Radio Awards. We got those, too. Um, those, those would be uh, people are asking about that. That's a good... That's a good I'm glad he brought that up, because I wasn't going to bring that up just now, yet. But I'll those... Those are popping off. People already thought they were popping off, but they haven't yet. But they will be next week. Well, you printed this up. Week. You, know, you printed up all the receipts. So like people were like, "Where do we vote?" You know. So right. you, and if you want to vote, you go to rebelcowradio.org.com. No, why is you're confusing them more? <laughs> so yeah, we did post all almost all the nominees. Uh, there was a few added. We did miss a couple that people let us know about, which is the reason we posted it. I, I, luckily, there's only like five, I think maybe total that I added to the list. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we put everything out there first because this year there's no ride-ins. So when they do go live later this week, which they will be going live later this week, and we will let you know when they're up, um, there's no ride-in. So that's why we put everything out there. I know it was a big list for everybody to look at, but that way when y'all come at us <coughs> later in the week, 
why isn't this there? Why isn't that there? Why isn't that there? Because y'all didn't fucking tell you. Know what I'm saying like, yep. We gave you multiple opportunities to make sure we didn't miss anything. We did our damn due diligence. Many people have already told us the list is too long. We should have made it shorter and just let people be mad. But, but, but I mean, who who makes the decision on who's going on the list? Yeah. Well, we, or, or well, I mean, we do. I mean, all right. <laughs> to answer your question, we do. I mean, we technically do, but I mean, <laughs> but what gives us the fucking but right I to, But I don't to, see, there's nothing on. Because it's our shit, that's what gives us the right. But he's saying, like, what, there's nothing on the list to where it's like, that doesn't deserve to be nominated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I may yeah. not personally think it's going to win. You know what I mean? There's ones that, that we doesn't know mean, isn't going to win. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good enough or relevant enough to be nominated. And then it's up to the people to decide whether it wins. You know what I mean? That's why we do it that way. But because, hey, I just want to say for all the people that said that, you know, oh, the list is too long and blah, 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 you need to trim it down. I don't know if you know this, but actual, like, you know, legit big wig fucking award shows, they have fucking numbers. They have, ink, like, the profits that this uh, works of art have made. They have polls. They, they have fucking surveys and studies done. I mean, uh, for who is gonna be? they have they have they have boards that they sit down and go. All right, we're gonna vote on this and vote on that, and and you know we're just three jackasses in a basement, okay? And we got boards, and we you know we can we we don't and have surveys, yeah, but we don't have any of the numbers of any of the things that any of the, the things have done. I mean, I. And in it, my opinion, what, based on what you're saying, though, I, I see what you're saying. Like we don't have like sound scanery. We don't have enough of but the information to know. I don't think in the underground, to an extent, I don't think some of that's relevant because someone like I don't know, uh, Lirazone. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Put out a record. Maybe a lot of people don't know about it yet because it's underground, and it's amazing. And the people who like it love it and think it's the greatest thing ever. Even though he only had so many, I don't know how many. Play, I don't know. No, I'm no disrespect to him. I have no idea if he did good or bad. But he didn't do what Twisted or ICP's doing. You know what I mean? So yep. maybe on another list he wouldn't be on it because he's on the numbers and he doesn't hit it. But that doesn't mean he's not worthy enough in the underground to be voted upon. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad we don't have that information because. Someone like that, like Body Bag Syndicate, won a couple years ago. Well, we would still have the the separated, uh, you know, regular and then the underground list. Yeah. It, but as far as like how long it is, like 
you know, where, where, wh- with what information do you guys want us to base our criteria on who, who goes on the list and how many fucking people would you put on your list? Uh, you know, is it seven per category, eight per category? Do you know how many fucking people? We'd have to have a vote to narrow down the vote We'd to have, narrow down the vote. Yeah, it, do- it doesn't make any fucking sense, yeah. you know? So it's like, why not just, you know? What were you going to say, Ru? I was gonna say I, I was actually to see I was actually surprised to see Frodo the ghost on there. We put he actually put an album really, out though. Like it, he's never done that before. I know it's his first. That's why he's ever. never been. I mean, we've known him forever. Yeah, uh, I know. And I love him, and I would love for him to have been on the awards before. I want all my friends to win. You know what I mean? Right. And by all my friends, I mean everyone in the fucking underground that's been on this show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would love that, but he's never put a record out before, and he finally right. did. So he's nominated. Do I think he's gonna win? I don't know, but right, I'd like to see. It, I man, think it's dope to. I, I'm I'm glad to be able to put him on the list. You know what I mean? I'm happy to do that. Right. And uh, I do want to point out one thing because it made me because I was me and Tony talked about it because he helped me out a lot because he typed out most of the shit. Um, and we we're like, man, is this too much? You know what I mean? Like we talked about it. Is this lot. too much? It was a lot. Well, then I was talking to someone else and I actually went through the biggest. The biggest list is the underground, the one that I think should be the biggest. There's only 37 nominees. Yeah. Like, when you when you say it out loud, that's not crazy. I mean, it's kind of a long when you look at it. You know what I mean? It looks like a long piece of paper. Right. But it's like 37 out of 365 days. And how many artists are there yeah. in the underground? That's what I was looking at. It's when not I kept that seeing them, insane. When I kept seeing them come through, I'm like, man, these motherfuckers are long. It's a lot, but it's not... It's not insane. I mean, thirty-seven. You got it's a whole year and a whole quarantine year at that of I everybody mean, putting on music. I mean, in all honesty, if you think about it, like any regular award show, there are lists that we have that people don't make it. So, but they get cut down to a smaller list where we used we used to do that or we did that before. Yeah. But this time we're not doing. Well, that. and another thing that I mentioned to uh, some friends of mine that asked, I was like, one, who, like we said earlier, who shouldn't be nominated? And two, since we're transitioning from having that life jacket, if you will, of write-in votes to not having it, I'd rather have the list be too long right. than too short. You know what I mean? Like, bitch. Sorry, I said too short. I had to put that out there. But, uh. But yeah, so that they're going up. You guys see the list. You probably got like today, tomorrow, maybe a couple days if you if you go and comment. Everything's up there. And once it's live, it'll be reposted again and I'll try my best to tag everybody. Yeah. All the artists. I'm wondering if there's shit. a way that we can kind of mess around with the format of uh, of the voting polls because I mean, I could see it's having to scroll down through all that stuff. I mean, I I you know, I've only seen the 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 polling place a couple of times, so I mean, I would like to see if there's a way to maybe, I don't know, have little boxes for each one that you can, that have a scroll bar in, so that way you're not, you know, scroll. I, think, I don't think, maybe. There might be a scroll, might be an option to scroll. Like, for each category, have their own little scroll box? Yeah. I would, like, that way, I would be like, all right, you, you can't bitch better? about it. You can't bitch about it being too long because you're not sitting there scrolling down a fucking page that's, you know, yeah, but 27. You're gonna, you miss shit, though. That's my only But that's not that. our fault. That's not our fault. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. But either way, they're going up. We're excited. It's gonna be dope. We're a little late. Everything's late. We were late. Everything's late. It's fine. We got Blazers at Homie on the show tonight. So look for the Replicon Radio Awards popping up soon. You can vote once a day. Once they go up. Don't cheat. Um. <laughs> 
ball have everybody's attention though. Next week on the show, we got the homeboy Easy Six Oh Six returning to the show. He is now one third How easy of is 606. We'll, we'll ask him. I mean, he's going to be here. It can't be that hard. <laughs> uh, but he is now one third of the new supergroup Sick Trinity. Uh, their album actually comes out this Friday, and then he's going to be here on Monday. We're going to talk about it, and it's going to be dope. And since you guys are here, and we're going to talk to Blaze in a couple minutes, we're going to go ahead and let you know about somebody returning two weeks from now. Who's going to be part of the One Less G live stream? It's the motherfucking homeboy, Anybody Killer. KBA in the building, boy. Hey. Yeah. If, if you're dyslexic, yep. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, ABK back on the show. I know a lot of people are excited to hear from him. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to him. And uh, he's going to be back right here February 8th. So I want to answer a question that was asked to us. Well, asked to everybody, I guess it was. Everybody being Ooh, us, yeah, us, and including everybody in the chat about uh, who do we think is going to win the Super Bowl? You have the Buccaneers and uh, I just Chiefs go in it. The, I mean, just, the, the Chiefs is like hometown, not really, but close. Close I'm to just, home. I'm just going to piss everybody off. Brady's going to get a seventh championship. That's all I'm saying. Probably. That's what I mean. If I was a betting man, I'd probably bet on that, but. I mean, I'm also wrong. a fan of the underdog. KC ain't no like, punks, bro. Well, they won. Didn't they win last year? They did win I last so. year. I don't. You know, I don't pay attention to football. But it, but it's pretty hard to win back to back. But we'll see what happens. Seems like that'd be an easier thing to do. Like if you're good, you yeah. should still did, be how, good again. Did they disrupt the the lineup to like pretty pretty bad? I can't. I, you know, I don't follow it. So, but did they disrupt the lineup from last year's team, Kansas City? Yeah, they pretty much got everybody the same still. So. All right, but then, yeah, it should be pretty simple. You know, just bim, bam, boom. They, they but, score more points with the ball than the other guys. But with that being said, though, you also got to look at the teams they played last year, the team they played last year. I don't even remember who the fuck they played. Well, Brady had his chance last year. No. I mean, not in the Super Bowl, but, I mean, didn't he play in the 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 season? Yeah, he played the season. But they, uh... Well, then he had his chance and he fucking blew it! But he won the year before that. Yeah. So, for him to win back-to-back is pretty fucking difficult. But hasn't, what I'm he, saying? but hasn't he done that? No, he's never went back-to-back. He's never went back-to-back? No. Hmm. Nope. Well, some great quarterback he is. Well, he's never won back-to-back, I should say. No. Uh, this will be his 10th Super Bowl well, that he's attending. So he's a bitch. I mean, he's won over half of them. I'm pretty sure Garth Brooks quit after seven. I mean, Garth Brooks probably should have. He said, he said I don't want to win this no more. Let the other people win. Is that what he did? I think so. For the, the Entertainer of the Year or something like that? I have no idea. I believe. I learned about football. I believe so. I didn't even know Garth Brooks played football. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of what, what was it? Chris Haynes? Or whatever his was name was. an actor? Yeah. Garth Brooks did play football. But for like high school. But fuck, what'd you say? But for high school. Oh. But weird. But for high school. There might have been. There might have played. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he might have played. He might have played uh, maybe a little college ball. The carnival. I'm trying to keep up with the chat. But yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the big big talk of the week now. The Super Bowl. Super, Super Bowl. Super Is that Bowl. next week? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Not next week, but the following week. 
And there's people that are pissed off that uh, of course about the Green Bay game. That Green Bay should have won. That was game. it on, what uh, was it on the fourth? What date is the Super, Super Bowl? Yeah. The Super Bowl is the uh, February seventh. Seventh. Okay. The day before ABK here. Yes. Super Bowls. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Ain't I'm, no bitch too ugly. I'm probably ain't gonna be worth the shit that day. Super Bowls. Cause I'm gonna be. I figure you would just at this point just take off. I am on Monday. I take off every Monday since I started. Yeah. Yeah. For the last 13 years, every I took Monday? off Monday. I, well, I take off every Super Bowl. Every Super every Bowl. Super Bowl. Monday. I'm like, damn, you're off every Monday, motherfucker. Do you come in here acting like you're tired and shit? <laughs> no, if I was <laughs> off every fucking Monday. I'd, I'd rather work Fridays and be off on Monday. I'd rather be off on Tuesdays. Fuck that. Dude, all the football and shit on fucking <clears throat> Sunday, Sunday nights and shit, and hockey games that start late. Well, yesterday started like 5 o'clock, I think it was. Well, I was talking about how late this show goes on Monday. But you're off every day lately. Right now, yeah. For, you know, the last four months, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't know. It's going to be a good game all around, though, I think. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think, uh, I'll probably be at work. You having a Super Bowl party? Am I invited? Can I be invited? Can I, I invite even, myself to your Super Bowl party? I don't even know what I'm doing. Hey, Big Roots having a Super Bowl party. Just drive down the street. You'll hear him on the fucking megaphone. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I'll call the cops. Call the cops. Yeah, you might. Big Roots having a Super Bowl party. We're all invited, Tony. Mm. Yeah. Probably, I mean, I'm not sure what, what's It's probably in his neighbor's backyard. Probably. Down the street. That's where we were at Saturday. The cops got called. Party, party. There was a party at the liquor store. We were watching the fucking McGregor fight. Or a fight. Connor McGregor. Hey, lost. Got yeah. knocked the fuck out. I feel like that's the only thing I hear about him is that he loses. And then when people talk about him, they're like, oh, no, he's a badass. And he's a great fighter. And oh, I was like, fuck. Well, I'm that's just- his first loss in, uh, shit. Long time. Well, well Squishy Gummy Bear is making food for the Super Bowl. Sweet. Nice. So we got someone making food. We'll see you at Rue's house. Sweet. Nice. What are you making? Somebody's quizzing people. Smoke is quizzing people. What's the... What's the? I want to play. Uh-oh. Sorry, I wasn't listening. You're going to have to read the question There's aloud. a lot of stuff going on. Yes. Shout out. I want to... Can we shout out on those people? I like people. we got Blaze coming up in a couple of minutes, guys. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. I'm going to put somebody in time. <laughs> Timing people out? <laughs> going to have to. Oh, yeah, you got a blue wrench now. Ooh! Smoke! Shout out to Smoke Six Nine. Shout, shout out to, out to Se- he was the one that was uh, quizzing shit. people. Oh, he's talking shit and quizzing people. Yeah. There you go. He's just excited about the the quiz. Who got banned? Oh, Decepticon King. Shout out to what? I don't know Twitter. Shout out to Cajun Blaze. Shout out to Squishy Gummy Bear. Shout out to Hippie Speedball Podcast. Great motherfucking show. Shout out to Grape Joe. Shout out to that was the next one you're on, wasn't it? Factory Farm. In the other chat room. Shout out to Jenny Red. Factory Fall. Shout out to Big Roo. Oh, oh shit. Look out Big Roo's in, in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He don't stay in there very long, though. That motherfucker just popped in and out. It's a weird it. shut. Normally, we have a lot more time to talk. We're like, we're like not bullshitting, but bullshitting. Because we're like, not a lot of time. So confused. Yes.
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. It's all good. We started late today because computers suck. Yes, they do. Hell yeah. Shout out to everybody for tuning in. Hell yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you for Um, being here. What else? Y'all is welcome. We got uh, we got merch. You guys can go buy some merch. You can join our Patreon. You can support our channel and uh, love us forever. Yes, these are things you can do. Yeah. Um, and check out. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel if you don't already. Because Fridays we do the daily dino, and uh, people have been talking about it lately. We talk about all the new releases that come out. We want you guys to know about shit that's going on in the underground. Same reason we do the Replicon Radio Awards. You get to know about the music. You get to know about what's dropping. If you got something dropping, let us know. And we'll promote it for free. I mean, it's free. I got some deuces dropping. There you go. We'll promote it for free. For free. Just hit us up. The email address is watching at gmail.com. Yeah. And that's what we do, man. Um... I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hold on. What the fuck is a chicken leg quarters? That's a green bean. Sounds like a quarter of a chicken leg. Not the whole thing, just a quarter. Oh, some chicken leg quarters. What the fuck is chicken leg quarters? It's a currency made out of the leg of a chicken. Gotcha. Clearly obvious. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Is it though? Yeah, you know what a quarter is, right? Yeah. Do you know what a chicken leg is? I think so. Okay, so if you took that chicken leg and you made quarters, what would you have? Well, chicken quarters. (laughs) Either that or it's where the chicken stays. Could be his his bedroom. These are the chicken's quarters. Isn't that that the same same thing? You awake, Tony? Yeah. Yes, I am awake. I'm you were good. you were like halfway to about saying something, and then yeah. you gave up on it. Oh, I was thinking about chicken legs and how skinny they were. I was like, they wouldn't make a good meal, I don't think, unless you're eating the, the feet. I guess. If you, I mean, uh, turkey got some big old legs, so wouldn't it be like a turkey? I mean, but, you know, like the the thigh part. I was just trying to picture the anatomy of a chicken. I was like, when, at what point does that little that little needle stump come out like where where does that end and when does it come into that big ass bone because i ain't never seen that part of the chicken i've seen the the drumsticks and the, the wings and the body and all that shit but i ain't never seen the 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 foot how how big is the foot i guess i don't know well we're just it's the leg not the foot yeah well i'm talking about that you know the bottom of it you know the, the, the foot it's, you know it's, it's where the little round nub is where you grab the leg from at the yeah. bottom of it it's the little nub that cut so the that, foot so off that, little, that little thing goes right in, right up into the the bone all right i gotta look yeah they connect they, you got joints that connect into that bone and they just cut it off right there yeah 
Bro, you don't know how your foot's connected to your leg? With tendons and fucking joints, bro. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm asking. Oh, I'm damn. saying where when does it size up into the, the bone? Like where like does it does right it just, just go real skinny into the knuckle, which is that fucking big, and then it, well, it, no man, the knuckle's like that big, like the size of a grape. Yeah. And you got your foot that attaches to that. I'm over here looking at chicken feet. <laughs> <laughs> like I know how it attaches. I like feet. I know I like how hog mold. Like I know how it attaches. I just I've I've never actually just seen the part like where the, like the actual knuckle where it attaches. I've never seen that because it's under the under the. Uh, the feathers and shit. Hog mall. What the fuck is that? I don't even know what you're talking about. I keep. I had to look up chicken foot knuckle. Yeah, gizzards. I don't know. Who knows? Gizzards? Chicken leg to the stinky lower? Should I? What? Yes or no? Because, like, no, like, like see, never, look at that. Look at never that. Never done that. You see, down there? Yeah, with a claw? Yeah, but I mean, like, I ain't never seen like like without the feathers and shit like that, like where where it connects into like the the like oh the yeah, okay, joint. I, get, all right, I, I ain't never you. seen a chicken knee, man. All right, all right, I got you. <laughs> I know it's there. Yeah, I got you. Leg goes up to the thigh. It's just something that I ain't never thought about. Cause like, look at that. Like, cause you see, you know what the, the chicken leg looks like, but then you see that, you're like, where the fuck is it? Right. You know, that's a chick. That's like yeah, chicken. That's where your hand. Like you take the claw off, and that's where your hand go on. Yeah, that's where you grab them. You grab it, and you hang it upside down. <laughs> that's a chicken handle. You know. Right. Yeah. Chicken handle. That's a homegrown chicken. That ain't them. Them fucking inbred. Steroided up Tyson chickens. So, bro. So, look. I had, I had uh, Chick Fil A for the first time over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? I uh, got some nugs, and they were good. It was, it was actually pretty good. Oh, okay, a quarter of a whole chicken. But she's talking about quarter chicken leg, quarter, quarter, whatever the fuck she said. But, uh, yeah, it was actually pretty good. Like I said, the line was long as fuck, but it moved really quick, so it wasn't that big of a deal. We probably sat probably sat in line for five minutes. Chicken leg quarters, bro. Chicken leg quarters. It's not a quarter of a chicken. It's chicken leg quarters. Yeah, no, their, their lines go super fast. I know when I used to pick up deliveries that uh, I used to love going there, even though I would have to place the order when I got there, like I would have to go in and place the order. Which is a pain in the ass, but at least the Chick Fil A, I know I would only be there about five minutes. Cause I mean, doesn't matter how many people, the line could be out the fucking door. You're in and out of that bitch like fast. And uh, uh, yeah, they they had the two drive-through windows open. That was it. Usually they have like people out there like taking fucking orders too. Which that seems like fucking anxiety because I, <laughs> right. I like to look at the menu. I like I could I just got to look at the menu for for like a second, like two seconds. And they got the little iPads like, hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. Which one do you want? I know they only have like a couple different things because like, they kind of just keep it condensed. But it's like, well, can I see your fucking iPad? I don't see you holding the menu. Can I, what the fuck? I don't yeah. know what combo is what. And if they read it off to me, my brain don't register that way. Like if somebody's reading me something, I do, it does not sink into me. I got to right. be, I got to visually see it. So like, You're like, hold on, wait, wait. I refuse to. I, I will not. Chicken, what? Yeah, when if 
every time I've gone by Chick Fil A now, like I see the people standing outside, I'm like, I'm not fucking waiting because I'm not going to talk to those people because I, I don't see if they handed me a menu, if they came to my car when I got in the fucking line, go here's a menu, return it when you get up here. I'd be like, all right, let's do this. But no, they don't do that shit. And they, I mean, they be going super far back from the fucking the actual the the menu. Where where the the, you know, the overhang was before they decided to do this cool new thing where they make all their employees stand outside. Right, right. Yeah. Well, now they can stand inside. They just gotta. Uh, they run the food out. They do curbside. They run it out to you yeah. now. So. Oh, I see them up under the fucking carports and everything. Well, we like these motherfuckers. We thought we'd be able to go in and eat, but no, still not yet. No. No. I mean, we was up in Chesterfield, so that yeah. could be reason why. But uh, yeah, it was actually pretty good. I was uh, I was impressed. I I think I mean it's good, but I don't think it's I, whatever they fry them. In. I think it's the the service is is the best part about about it. But I mean, like people like I mean they're they'll live and die by fucking Chick Fil A, and I'm like eh, you know I mean it, I mean it's good, but right. I'm not gonna go out of my way to get it. Like I'm not gonna be craving it. Um, it. It's, like, it's an enjoyable experience because everybody there is oddly fucking happy. It's weird. Um, every time I've been there, they, the motherfuckers are just happy. Well, they definitely know what the fuck they're doing over there, especially like with the drive-through and all that. Because you have lines that long, and they move quickly. Yeah. And I just heard this uh, earlier this afternoon that apparently with these COVID tests that are coming in, people aren't like the lines aren't moving fast enough. Yeah. So they actually brought in one of the managers from the Chick Fil A to run the drive-through, basically. Yeah. For these people to come in, and, and they were apparently moving fairly quickly after that. So I guess they're doing something right. They know what the hell they're doing over there with being able to have. I mean, we were all the way out in the street, like damn near pulled into like the entrance mm-hmm. of the shopping plaza that this place is in, and we were stopped. And yeah. made our way in, and like surprised they didn't come out to you. It's like we're chasing the right. cars down the fucking street. What do you want for Chick Fil A? Right? Yeah, we were. I mean, we were literally maybe ten minutes. Hello, welcome to Chick Fil A. That was it, though. It was. It was They're just fucking boomeranging the fucking tablets into the car. Just pick your order. It's, it's literally a drive-by, not a drive-through. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. Speaking of motherfucking drive-by. Oh, shit. That's a good segue. Oh, look at that. Um, Yeah, man. So we're doing things a little different. A lot of you guys know we started a little late today. So uh, we're not yeah. taking a break. You guys you guys don't have to come back. We're still here. We're, we're still here. doing it. We're doing it. And uh, we're, everything you guys have been music. waiting for, we have a very special guest on the line. And we're just going to jump right into it. Give it up for... Blaze, you dead homie. Yeah. What's up, bro? Hey, yo. What up, what Blaze? Up, What's up, man? How are you? Man, great. How y'all doing? We're doing good, good, bro. We're we're doing good. It's it's we don't know. It's so good to have you back. I feel like we just had you on, but like October was so long ago. Right. And it's dope to be right, back already, right. man. Well, we're into a full new year. That's uh, craziness, but it, it's much the same as it always has been. I mean, you know, it seems like I'm still stuck in the same couple of places that I've been, uh, you know, relegated to. And I know you guys are probably going through the same shit there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, the same. Yeah. it's just a yeah, continuation for sure. For sure. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's difference. There's There's been changes in between there. Like, 
you know, a few openings to where he got the, a little bit of freedoms here and there to do some different things. And then things were just changed back again, you know. So, like, okay, you just got to keep adapting. Yeah. You know, you like you, you just keep doing it. Adapt to the situation. You right. Just roll on. Yeah, they, they, they give us a little bit and then they take it away. They give us a little bit more oh, and then know, they take it away. That's, no. that's, hey, that's how it's, that's how it always is, right? right. Teasing. <laughs> if you love something, you gotta let it go. Right. It'll come back to you. <laughs> I hope to God it comes back. <laughs> right. Damn it. There's it's a better. lot of things I love that I need to come back. Yeah. yeah right. Son of a bitch. I, I let a... some. I let some things go. Right. Son I of a bitch. I need to see a concert live for God. a change. Jesus. Oh man. I need to go. I need to see one, and I need to be part of one, yeah, and I'd yeah. love to perform as well. Like, damn it, it's any part, like yeah, whatever. That, that I'll be at the door. Taking the tickets right about now, like, <laughs> right? Whatever. Sure. Like shit. <laughs> For real. Man. That's what's up. But yeah, it's dope. Uh, we were talking about it earlier, man, and it's we've never really done like a um, like a theme type of show here. Dedication but yeah, I mean, it's, but essentially the whole point is we we're, we. We want to go back and... It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time we want to talk about uh not that not that today today's times are 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 bad necessarily, but we want to go back to a different time, a happy time. You know, back to you know, twenty years ago where we're gonna start yep. celebrating yeah, one when, less G. When man. one of the greatest albums came out. Right? It's crazy. I mean, sure. Thank y'all, man. Hell yeah, that's what's up. It's uh I was trying to think of how to do this and I really didn't know. Or where to start or where to begin but i had a conversation with george the other day um mm-hmm. and he i he didn't know he was doing this but he gave me my starting point because <laughs> okay he told me you showed him something that no one had ever seen before or at least oh, no one shit. outside of uh probably the three of you guys had ever seen before and he was super geeked him telling me about its even existence made me super geeked and I feel like that's a really good starting point to lead into One Last G. But he told me that you showed him the potential idea of a cover art concept for ISI. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, for sure. I was like, that's a dope fucking spot to begin because I didn't even know that that even made it that far. So. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, for sure. I think the only people that actually have the uh, cover artwork or the artwork at all was me and Madrox. That's so Because it was like, you know, it was that, like, that, it was, uh, you know, it was so crazy. And to this day, I don't know if Madrox still has it, but I know when I showed him, he was like, holy shit, uh, 
you know, you need to let somebody, you know, check that shit out, like whatever. But he didn't know, he he didn't know that he didn't know that it had never been out there, never seen the light of day. Yeah. So then when I actually brought it to the office and I showed it to George, he was like, "Holy shit, what is that?" Because right. he, in fact, just like I said, had never seen it before in his life. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he told me about but, it. I was um, like, "What?" Yeah, for real. It's like it's original uh, artwork for ISI. It says "Infamous Superstars Incorporated," and um, uh, yeah, one I'm gonna post it one of these days. But it is very graphic. You cannot just post a picture like this. No, yeah, because it looks like a missing poster, and it says, "Have you seen me?" And it is uh, somebody who is not neither myself, Madrox, or uh, Monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, it is uh, it, it's uh, pretty, it's it's next level. That's but yeah, I said, I think, um, I, I was telling, I showed George this, and because uh, I kept a lot of just weird stuff that we had from just back in the days, like back in the era. I think I, I kept a, a, a majority of the artwork from the contest, like the original artwork from the original contest, from the One Less G, the cover artwork. I don't oh. know if you guys remember that contest, that but a, we threw a contest to, uh, you know, include your artwork inside the actual cover of One Less G in the Hood, the original one. Oh, shit. I don't, I honestly and, don't remember that. It's crazy. Yeah, but a lot of people sent stuff in. And I just happen to keep, I mean, like, I think I have 90% of the things. Because everybody that sent some in, it was them days where if you sent some in, you pretty much were guaranteed to win. So I, I believe everybody that sent some in won. You know what I mean? Because it, it was just uh, it was just that kind of contest at that time. Well, yeah, I was like, it barely worked. But only a few people actually got to, you know what I mean, got to be um, you know, oh, featured yeah. inside the artwork or the cover. So, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. So, you know, I kept a lot of that, a lot of the artwork that didn't make it into the cover just because I thought it was cool as hell. So, yeah, that's awesome. made it back home to my house. That's that's so wow. cool to hear that you have. It's like, because it's, uh, especially the ISI thing, like it's it's weird to hear about things. One, be, you know, being in this, you know, just being a fan of this music for 20 plus years to hear about something I didn't know even existed. And two, so you guys still have it after all the, you know, all the auctions and all the, you know, the gathering auctions and the M and E auctions and the, you know, the yes, 10K box things. auctions and all the giveaways. Hey. You you still have all this other stuff. It's crazy. Man, I'm telling you, certain things just get tucked away. Like I've I tucked a lot of different things that are just, you know, I found a, I got a file cabinet around here, and I was just looking through different things. Like I used to, we used to write. Uh, a majority of everything in notebooks so I was like writing pages and notebooks and everything um, before all this you know what I mean like the technology with the tablets and the fucking phones so it's like you know it's changed now but back then I remember I had I, I, to this day like I bullshit you not I have a cabinet that's full of everything all the way up to and probably including gang rags not gang rags the extended the newest stuff since i we started doing things in mne because i think that's when i kind of digitally changed yeah. and stopped writing things on paper and i like i kept most of the things like that like you know that's why i posted that uh juggalo anthem uh lyrics up on on facebook a couple of weeks ago because you know it's like i kept a lot of that stuff just chilling here i got like a whole you know what i mean like a file 
of just, you know, this stuff was on one less G in the hood, these lyrics from there, or, you know what I mean, same thing for, like, uh, Clockwork Gray or Old Grundy and just everything, basically, all the way up to Gangways. That's so dope. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving these anniversaries, man, because it's cool. Like, even just seeing you, uh, you know, the last week or so leading up to the, you know, everybody, know, hopefully everybody knows the live performance. And obviously we're going to talk about that uh, the yeah. live stream anniversary show. But you've been going live on your social medias and kind of telling little stories, uh, yeah. reminiscing on the old days. And obviously you pulled up some old stuff. Like, I love that. And I hope that, like, it's. It like rehypes. Like we had uh, Fritz the Cat on a couple months back, and it was so fun to like him talking about like meeting everybody at the old studio and then like you know making beats and like it was so cool to hear the old stories and it's dope to to reminisce on these with especially with meeting you know you know and now we're celebrating twenty years and it's it's for sure man it's wild you know it's 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 crazy it's hard to think about that you know so we never shy away from anything that was back in them days it just seems like we always try to you know stay forward and focus on the future and the next project a lot and you know it's cool to take some time out and try to go back and you know and and reminisce like you're saying and try to kick it for you know people that were there at the beginning and because you know even it's i'll hope everybody to still be there to the end right? so it's like yeah. some of y'all still here with us and that's the shit you know what i mean yeah, we still here it's crazy how oh, many yeah. people weren't there so, then that you know what i mean like like i remember when that album first dropped <laughs> i'll tell you it's wild it's you know all that i remember when i was talking I, I was i was talking to a couple people about it you know about when we were talking about kicking around the idea of doing this and one of the things was, you know, I was telling them, I was like, I remember my, most of my material when I was at Psychopathic was a lot of stuff dropped, you know, closer to October. It seemed like I was always mostly like a Halloween release type guy. Yeah. Or, you know, that's when they had me slated to go out. So I was like, I know it was pretty close to Halloween sometime. And, you know, and come to find out, I was like, I think it was the 16th of October or something like that yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm the exact date but I think that's it was something like that when it actually dropped and it was like yeah most of my stuff was like the side yeah, October 16th yep October 16th yeah besides yeah besides the EP that dropped like at the gathering the first official gathering so yeah wow yeah. that's crazy that's yeah. so dope but yeah so I want to go if we can I want to go back right just before one last G so that's what I was saying. We had that cover. You guys were doing your ISI thing. I don't, you know, obviously we've, we've, everyone's heard the story and twisted, got on and, um, you know, they were going to bring you back. What was, like? If, I don't know if you can remember, if you have any like vague, uh, recollection of that time, like going from, you know, having a cover art for a project to, okay, now twisted, twisted. What am I going to do? And you essentially became like, I mean, you got employed, right? You were doing road work and all that stuff. What was it like yeah, for you to lead into becoming Blaze? And and didn't you you started like as cell block first, right? If I no, no, it's like no. Basically, when I was doing ISI, I had already changed the name and was because my last official rap name at the time was Sandman from Sleepwalkers, and we kind of me and uh, Scraps or his name was probably Crazy or something, something different at the time but he had, he had uh, you know me and him had just kind of, we just were drifting uh, weren't really doing shit 
and he decided to go different way because I think at the time he was, you know, I, I kind of wanted to continue to go on the route a little bit of, with one of the wicked stuff, but we did a lot of stuff that was kind of considered just, you know, more pure hip hop, I think, when we did the Sleepwalkers. Yeah. We probably did like an EP of material for Sleepwalkers that was probably like maybe four or five songs. And I know I talked to somebody else about this too. I'm pretty sure I talked to Scotty about this, but it was like at least four or five songs. And these songs, a couple of them made it into the stuff that, you know, was just released out there into the media and everybody heard years later. But this stuff, so anyway, what we ended up, we were kind of doing more like a hip hop type thing with Sleepwalkers. And I, I don't know, I just, I wasn't fully feeling everything that we were doing with the project, so I kind of like was, you know, just wasn't really doing much with that, so I kind of wanted to maintain more of the Wicked type of stuff we were doing, so I, I had like kind of moved on and started working with Twisted, he had moved on and started working with ROC at the time, and we, you know I mean, I, I already had changed my name before when we were doing the ISI shit, so we were doing Infamous Superstars Incorporated, it was Jamie Madrox, Monoxide, and Blaze, the Butane Magician. The Butane Magician. Yes. That's what's up. Bang. Master of Fire and all things. No, it was, that's basically, at the time, I was, you know, that's what I was working with. I, I had an idea that it was going to be something cool, like, and, and we went very, I went trying to go obscure with Butane. It was like, well, he just mastered some shit, because I was very much on a comic and comic-esque of what I was going to do with the character at the time. And, um, yeah, that's kind of what it was. When I When we went there, and when they already were, they were rolling the psychopathic with their stuff. They had a meeting with them with what we had ready for ISI, which is like probably a three-track EP or something. You know what I mean? Something to listen to. And they took it up there, and that's when they, they signed on with them. And they told them that they were feeling them because they had already met them previously on tours. Yeah. And they were willing to, you know, entertain listening to me at some point, too. And, you know, I mean, I think we went in and it was it was between I'm pretty sure if if I'm, my memory bank served me correct, it's either between. And I, I think I talked to Scotty about this as well, because this is some shit I've been talking about this weird stuff the last couple of days. Really? Anyway, one of the things happened to be. It was like either between me doing the actual song for the re-release for Twisted's project or doing some of the writer project with everybody to where it was kind of a tryout to where it's like, oh, my dude's pretty good. And then I went from there and, uh, you know, at, at first, the first thing was, it was like, hey, psychopathic, basically, Alex and the guys up there told me, hey, we you're working a nine to five now. We can't have that no more. You're going to be an artist up here. So we want you to come up here at least and work here. And I happened to be on probation at the time. So they kicked me into a spot to, you know, pay dues and work. And I was basically in the office at that time and, you know, work in the shipping area and for a little bit. And then actually it, it was just a job where it was like anything type of job, man. It's like you went up there and I was telling him the same thing. I was telling people the same thing. Like you were just down and you, you weren't really on a clock, although you had a clock when you were set to be there, 
but you had things that needed to be done um, off off the clock. You were doing them. It was just like love it or love. This is what we do, and we were all trying to uh, you know better everything for everybody, and that's just how it was, man. That's crazy. So then, so yeah. So, so, then so I was the, immediately. I was there. I was out there, and then I think the first thing I actually did in, was the in-store tour. The first time they put me out on tour with everybody oh, yeah, was the yeah, in-store yeah. tour. I but I was that. working this. I was working that side of the job, and you know, I made it look like uh, I was a real uh, uh, bodyguard slash uh, mental hospital worker. Yeah, I got and, pictures of you from you that know, shit. Carrying, yeah, carrying so much, so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would drag, I would drag Jay out, I would drag Twisted out, I would try, drag these guys through and try to, you know, and in the midst of we, we try to, we make it, make it look the best we could. It was, that's what it was about, man. It was like family love, and we were just out there doing it. But yeah, that was my first experience on the road and, with everybody, and then the second time I was out on actual uh, Jekyll Brothers tour. Just that was the main tour, so it was a fucking live as fuck, man. It's crazy as hell. So during this time, were you doing like while Twisted's doing their thing, being Twisted, and people are starting to get to know them and the jug of the world, and you're you're working? Were you still working on Blaze music or any type of music, or were you just steady focused on the, the team? At, I was at pushing time? both both ends. Like I was slowly trying to build stuff, but it was like always on the same end. Where I, at the time there was, you know. I was pushing at the beginning of everything when I was before I was any probationary type shit I had going on. I was pushing tough to where they almost I had my own booth or section inside the in-store, the original in-store booth where it was going to be Blaze Twisted and ICP. But instead, you met Eight Boy Twisted and ICP. Now, I made it out there. But I didn't have everything fleshed out for my character yet. Yeah. I didn't have anything fleshed out for music-wise, what I was doing yet. And, yeah, so it wasn't really, like, it was It was a timing thing. So I was, you know, like I said, I was still willing to go, go out there and uh, do everything we had to do for the family and just make it, you know, make it what it was. Because that's what it was. It was, like, about the love of the love to do it. So, yeah, but it was like I slowly was working on things throughout everything. But I remember distinctly that it was a Christmas break when Alex came to me and was like, you know, Blaze is getting a lot of heat from, uh, you know, from the feature, uh, the Twisted record, and, you know, just in general from, you know, doing, probably doing hotlines and just doing stuff with Mad Rocks. And, you know, we were doing a lot of different things. And so it, it ended up, you know, he was like, they're asking about him when he, when's he going to drop his shit. So it was Christmas break. We went off on Christmas break and we recorded the EP pretty much. Everything was recorded during that break and Mad Rocks, me, Monoxide, Fritz, and a couple other characters. And I know JD, the Wee Man showed up a few times and I know Matt Nips was in there. People, you know, Everybody from our side, our camp out there, Killa probably showed up midway through a lot of these sessions because he started getting on tracks with me after I was already basically done with most of the EP stuff. So, you know, but these tracks didn't even make the EP. They ended up on the next full length on One Last G, you know, so like Hood Rats and <coughs> Dope for Life. Well, yeah. Did you, so it was uh, like there were different things where I was I was working through different studios at the time. You know what I mean? Like for this, for the EP, the original EP, I was at the actual at 
the uh, disc, basically the whole for the whole recording, everything that was on that CD, and then everything else that I was, I kind of was uh, floating back and forth for a few different uh, studios. You know, like I would float from the disc back to the lowest pod because it was being created yeah, in the midst really of some of the stuff. You know, that's crazy. So, did you was yeah. uh was the EP done before the Riders Project? I don't believe so. I'm trying to think think about when this was. I think they came out on the same day at the gathering. I think they both came out at the gathering. See, I believe for some reason, I think that we were working on, man, yeah, I think the writers we were working on first, and then I went in and did my EP during my Christmas break that year before that stuff. Some reason. Because that's what it was. It was like it was kind of like you, you're you're testing for being in the writers uh, or being on a label was doing your writers stuff. Writer, you know what yeah. I mean? And what you know, and showing and proving that you can hold your own with everybody and doing your shit with this. So I yeah, kind of was the, like that. that was the launch pad for that. And like I said, I remember rolling out, but I was already with the label, hanging out with everybody, doing tours, and, you know, like, I, I, the first time I, I remember getting on a plane as somebody as a grown man or somebody I can remember being on a plane, because I might have been on a plane when I was a kid, but I, my parents would have to attest, my mom is in heaven, rest in peace, and my dad might be able to uh, answer that, but I, I can't right now, but the first time I was on there, it was me and uh, Shaggy and... Jay and Misery and Nene, yep, four of us for sure. And I know we have somebody else with us too because we always have somebody with us, maybe Tom Dub or somebody. But yeah. we, we flew out to Denver, Colorado to record some straight up writers. So, so yeah, that's so dope. That's so dope. Wow. To hear about. So when you, that, so when man, you know, Shaggy had me about the shit, bro. Like on the plane, this motherfucker would be talking some bullshit. Like you know, he he'd been on obviously multiple planes by that time, but he's out there like making me feel like it's about to go down every movement of this motherfucker, man. He got a little bit, oh shit, oh shit, I'm like, god damn it, don't do it again, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> For real, man. You know, I'm a young buck at the time too. Like this was like you motherfucker. <laughs> Crazy ass shit, for real. So I know you'd been dead for a while at that point, but how, like, what, how, like, how old were you when this was going down? Like, you're what, like, nineteen, twenty, twenties, midway around that age, somewhere close to there. That's crazy. That's so dope. (laughs) So it would take two years, something like that. I can't remember all that, but yeah, somewhere around that age, for real. That's wild. That had, yeah, it had to be nuts, man. Especially at that time period, just you know. Wanting, wanting to do what you're doing and then being surrounded by these characters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, everybody was different, bro. It was wild as fuck. We had, like, you know, we had a great time. It was like that was the first time on the plane just being out of, you know, out of state, just wild. And, and like I said, I think we were out there for maybe a week and uh, recording shit. I know we recorded at least four tracks while we were out there. <laughs> So when at this, a crazy ass studio too. We were in the basement. Everybody be wilding out, talking about uh, 
where I'd be filming from my house. They're like, damn, you got panel on the wall. Hell yeah, I got panel. Y'all don't even know what it's like. When I remember we were at this, uh, we were at some guy's house and we were in his basement and you had to fucking go outside and go out to the garage. It was cold as shit. Make sure you didn't slip and fall on your ass out to his barn where you were fucking recording your lyrics. And he would see you on the video monitor from down the other way. And you didn't see him. You just have to hear him and talk back with him. Hey, man, you ready? All right. put the Can you push play and record so I can do this? Like, you know, it was some wild ass shit. We were out there. And, you know, and I was like, you know, just find the studio. We're here for the week. Get us in the goddamn studio. And that's what we found. We were just out there. And, you know, he had everything you needed to rock some shit. But uh, we was out there just rocking some shit. Just, you know, making it work. Wild. It's, it's it's funny now. The Even nowadays, old days, bro. Well, yeah, you think about nowadays. Like, why, why are these people really? flying across the country to record? You know what I mean? Right. But like, yeah, for you sure. Had to do for shit sure. like that back then, and it cost you a lot of money to do it too. Like, oh man, I'm telling you, we were you know it was we were out there just wilding, bro. It was crazy. That's dope. So when this, so when the whole thing started, when it was like when you guys, like you said, uh, you know, it was supposed to kind of start earlier, and you were supposed to be on the in store. When you guys decided, like, okay, Blaze is going to be an artist, like, how did the whole, like, if I remember correctly, obviously, this is just me as a fan remembering the time, but, like, I feel like there was, like, things were, it was a big time, especially, like, Psychopathic with ICP, Twisted, you coming up, and, and, mm-hmm. and the hype for Lotus and all that, and I, if I remember correctly, the, the idea was something with Lotus like Lotus was the reason Blaze was going to get awakened back from the dead, which is kind of like what the intro was in the mm-hmm. original EP. Like, so like how much stuff was planned prior? Like, because obviously that's going to lead into one less G too. So like, was there like, did you guys plan this for like, was this like a big rollout? Like, okay, we're going to do the Lotus thing. Blaze is going to intro the Lotus sort of because he's going to come back from the dead. And like, what was no, going on? So, I mean, that I, I think a lot of that stuff came together just naturally, organically, just gradually just happened because, um, you know, it was like when we started talking about it, I said, I remember I came to the label as Blaze, the Butane Magician. Well, how did I become Blaze your dead homie, you ask? Well, that was through talking with uh, Jay and he him suggesting like, man, I, I, I just, I, what about being a dead dude? How about that? Like, that sounds crazy. Like, what about that? And I, you know, I took it and ran, took the ball and ran with it. He was, I was like, hell yeah, okay, blaze your dead homie. So I'm going to be a dead guy. So everything went from that point forward, in my opinion, was like trying to write from the perspective of a dead guy or of a dead gangster or somebody that was at that time. You know, these times when it happens. So, yeah, it's kind of, that's basically how it was. So, when I took it from there, it's like, I I think it it just, uh, it easily placed itself into the Lotus. Because the Lotus also came in different incarnations, too. Before I was there, they had stuff that, you know, people at the label would have labeled Lotus, like people at Psychopathic would have called this song Lotus Song before I was even on a Lotus Song. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? That's why. So, technically, I can't say that it was like fully planned and plotted out that way. It just organically happened that way because, 
You know what I mean? When we started doing the next project and then Lotus came out as everybody remembers it with the red cover Lotus yeah. and every, you know, or, or, you know, if you're gold cover, it doesn't matter either way, both ways you still hear it and you're like, damn, Blaze was brought back by the Lotus and yeah. he is here showing, you know, bringing Lotus. And yeah, it's kind of what- Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was. So, yeah, just... It's crazy. It all, it all, it all just—it all came together so perfectly at that time. It period. just came. Thing I love it how a plan comes together. <laughs> <laughs> it was so I can I can like it's almost like I loved it. I loved it. Like especially then, like you could picture, you could see the idea. Like, what if you're a dead guy? For sure, okay, that's cool. I mean, you what know, if you're I'm a dead gangster rapper, and you're like. Hey. Stuck in the '80s and shit, like Raiders. For real, bro. <laughs> it just, you know, yeah, it's the, it just kind of happened. And like I said, and through the, you know, a lot of the magic with doing the video with Twisted, you know, them ha- involving all of us, me and Killer in there, and having us out there doing that stuff. We were on like a big budget set, and it was like Universal Studios and shit. We were just out there, like, whoa, you know, I'm out there looking crazy with pantyhose on and shit. Like, damn, who is this guy? And uh, you know. They got me fucking shoveling to the beat. And it was just yeah. fucking, you know, it was like, you know, more of the mystique and everything and showing you how tight and how we actually rolled together. And we did. We rolled real tight like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was definitely super dope. Um, So then, so obviously we mentioned earlier, the first EP came out of The Gathering. That was your first official Blazed at Homie performance. I think yeah. you did everything but like the intro and shit talkers. Or the intro played, and then I think you did everything. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have the luxury of having anybody out. I think everybody was on the same night. We were all on one night together that same year. Like, okay, here's Blazing Killer, and then Twisted, and then here's ICP. <laughs> you know, yeah, like the whole shit and shebang. <laughs> yeah. Was, and then, so then I'm, obviously, I'm sure you remember it. And a, a lot, it's one of the things. Anytime you bring up old school Blaze, I think for the first year or two, at least until probably until one less G, everyone thought you were a black guy because of the pantyhose. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was the pantyhose, maybe the shadow of what they seen. Because, like I said, I lightly put paint on. I didn't use much paint at all. It was kind of just, you know, I, I relied on that to try to look. Because, like I said, to me, uh, a gangster would rob you with a fucking pair of pantyhose on and just walk up out the door and right. pull it off and throw it in the trash and roll. You know what I mean? Obviously, nowadays, motherfuckers would get DNA off that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Fuck you up. Sure, yeah, they would. Damn. <laughs> You're thinking ahead. You know. That's why you took it off, yeah. Sure. Yeah, hey, man. I'll be thinking two steps ahead, right? Hell yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. So that yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's just so crazy to like thinking back. I I remember being at the first gathering. That was like my first ever road trip alone without my family. Yes, that's wild, <laughs> man. Y'all <laughs> fuck that place up. Y'all <laughs> fuck that place and the place around it was like we don't ever want to see a double on space within five hundred thousand feet of here. Oh, Please, we're like, well, we're, our fucking company is pretty pretty much in the city right yeah. down the way. Sorry, <laughs> like four blocks from here. Like fuck. <laughs> but hell yeah, it was so yeah, it was so fresh. So then you got so then obviously you're working on the full record. Everybody wants the record. We're introduced to Blaze. Now it's time for the the like. I mean, as most people now they consider one less to your introduction. A lot of people weren't around for the EP, and the yeah. EP's kind of been lost. I mean, a lot of the tracks were on the re-release of One Less G, so it's all like, sure. one record now. Um, right, right. So what, like, how was that, like, working on that and being, you know, obviously now we're celebrating 20 years, ABK, that's when ABK came in, which led to his mystique and him eventually becoming an artist on the label and everybody talking about him because the features on yours, they're like, who's this guy? He's dope. Where's his album? Yeah, but like, what was the like? What was it like? Like, you're like, okay, now I'm an artist. My EP's out. I just did the gathering, which is a crazy introduction to think of now. Like, holy shit, you just played in front of everyone, basically. Um, like, what was what was life like then? You're like, holy shit, I'm an artist. I'm on psychopathic and like the heyday. Man, like, it's, it's like I, you know, <laughs> it's like I think it. Everybody would want to say it's the greatest, but it was it was just as wild as ever. It was struggles, you know what I mean, just like everybody else. Because I was the low man. I'm, you know, quote unquote, the the, the pole or the totem pole or whatever you want to say. Like you were the the, the the third person down. So you were still, you know, it was like every day still trying to show and prove with everybody. It was like it was great to have, you know, what I mean, people behind you. Like I had, you know, I, Twisted always was in my corner for everything and a lot of the times ICP was there too and sometimes the label wasn't and sometimes they were so it was like you know it was still a lot of work doing things but um, you know what I mean like I said it was just uh, you know every day was just trying to put something out um, that I thought was the shit for everybody you know what I mean because like I said the family shit really kind of started around when we were doing these records like I remember being out there and um you know when i when i first started kicking it with killer again to ask you know hey man do you want to do this like be a hype man and shit and i remember we were because we, we didn't just go out there and step on the stage and do uh the gathering you know what i mean like we were out there like practicing and rehearsing and shit like in a basement when me and madrox and pickles our homie pickles we live we live in the house together and uh out and you know outside the city and it was the three of us and we were just you know i i, I remember asking killer hey man you want to do this and what do you think and we went through all everything that i had and we started doing everything you know he was like 100 percent. as soon as he heard that i was you know interested in let's you know what we were talking about and sure enough he was like let's do this so you know it's like i, I think um and so I think back at them times, it's like, uh, I think that even Jay asked when I saw you, he was like, hey, man, you guys know anybody that raps? And it's like, you know, we know nothing but rappers. Like, they, you know, they got nothing but friends that everybody's raps. You know, well, we, where they was coming up. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I instantly, 
I gravitated and asked, you know, first I asked JD if he wanted to, if he was interested in doing it. And he really wasn't feeling me. Just, you know, he was down to go on a stage and do all the other things that was, uh, you know, part of being with you and being out there and doing the shit. But he really wasn't feeling being on the mic as much. So, you know, I asked Killer next and he was like 100% down. And like I said, we rehearsed and got down and like as a team before we went out there and did that performance at the first gathering. And, you know, so we were already working together. And then, you know, it was like, that's kind of what it was. So. That's so dope. That's so dope to hear about you. That minute, yeah. Like practicing and living together, and like all the things that were going on behind the scenes while just the fans were just enjoying life. Like holy shit! But you don't think about you don't think about stuff like that. You guys are struggling. You're all kids in a house together. Killer basically gave up his. You know, he was trying to do his own thing. The native funk. Yeah, he was doing stuff. his own shit. With he was doing Crazy Clan, and he was doing this. Uh, he was doing a little bit of his solo stuff. He was doing native funk at the time, and you know, I mean, I I knew that. Like I said, Killer always he's he's always been the shit. You know, he always rap. He's always been shit, and uh, he's always been my dude, man. Like from day one, uh, like I said, he asked him. He was or I asked him. He was one hundred percent down. He was like, "Let's do this," and uh, he was willing to put in the work to learn the material and to go out there and just do it with me. Like, you know what I mean? To the point where it was easy to put him and for us to be a team. You know what I mean? And then, um, from there, like I said, we always had plans for him to do, um, solo work, but I don't think we ever planned to do like a group with just me and killer. We didn't, we never planned to just be like drive by me and killer. Like I think drive by was first thought out and planned out to be me, killer, Madrox and monoxide. And it just, it it didn't materialize at that time. And we ended up, you know, that we ended up having, we kind of, I think at the time they were like, Hey man, you guys don't have much going on either of you right now. Why don't you do a group together and we'll just call drive by. You guys are always saying that all the time. Anyway, let's just do it. And you know, we were kind of like roped in there. Okay, let's do it. And that's what it became. And we, you know, continue doing it because we obviously we had nothing but love for the drive by we were talking about, but in, in its original form, it was supposed to be the four of us. So, you know, it's so crazy. It's so. It's another thing, like we were talking earlier, how things kind of just uh, worked out. It's crazy to be celebrating this release, talking about what Drive By was originally supposed to be, and we know as of 2021, we have a brand new supergroup called the East Side Ninjas, which is in fact what the original Drive By was supposed to be. ABK. Oh so shit! But I just let that cat out the bag. No, yeah, so I'm, not- oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's so dope that it's you know what I mean, like. It worked out. Here we are talking about, you know, when it all started 20 years ago. And oh, it's wild, man. See, way. I didn't even think about that. Now we just made a full circle together. <laughs> right? <laughs> <That's what we're laughs> yeah. It's just so, it's it's crazy, man. It's dope. And it's, uh, you know, I, mean, I was going to bring that up anyway, but it's, that's one, like, there's been a lot of negative shit in the Juggalo underground, you know, over the recent years. But that's, like, shit like that is super positive. And to see something that, was a, something you guys talked about doing 20 years ago to actually, you know, come into fruition at some point now is super dope. And it was crazy. Yeah, sure. I was listening. I actually went back and listened to, uh, the one less G the whole, the original, not the re-release today. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't realize, I didn't even realize like some of those tracks aren't necessarily available anymore. If you don't have it, for sure. Um, but for I was sure. listening to the, the Alex abyss prank call 
And when he said uh, yes. that the wrecker got the lead it and uh, Huggy Bear, <laughs> Huggy Bear was recording a group called the Eastside Riders, is what he said. Yeah. I didn't even realize he yep. said that yep. shit. Wow. Like, you just Unreal. said Eastside Riders on there. No, I don't think anybody caught that ever. Because Eastside Riders nice became level. Riders, and then right. now we technically got the Eastside Riders, which was a limited release on M and E. But that's next level. No, for real. It's like he, he was. Yeah, I think when he did that, and uh, man, bless him. But he, he straight up, he was almost letting the cat out the bag a couple of times with some of the stuff he was saying. You know, just little small things. But yeah, that wasn't one of them because you know it was it was really possible to anybody huggy bear was a dude that we also like we knew because uh that was just a nickname he got and he was one of mike p's friends mike puel who was one of his homies and he was like an engineer guy and they like for some reason i don't know I, they always would test all the guys on me like the new engineers and new people so they sent me with this guy to record my verse for here i am and so I went in there and I just like blew out my voice doing here I am. Like, I, you know, just kept doing it. And it's because he couldn't get, you know, whatever it was, compression or whatever the fuck it was that was going on. He couldn't figure it out. And, um, he couldn't turn me up in the fucking headphones. And yeah, so you get what you get. And so yeah, it was, it was very 100%. So I remember telling, Alex and everybody afterwards, like, please do not fucking put me in the studio with this guy ever again. Like, he's crazy. He can't, you know, he fucking got me blowing my voice out for one verse. You know, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> so, um, so that was 100% possible. Like, any other shit he was talking about. Like, if they had that guy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm back in the studio, like, no telling what he could have fucking done. He could have everything. <laughs> fucking crazy as hell. The damn kids out of the studio, man. For real, just wild, you know. I mean, just you know, we didn't look like a bear or anything. Maybe he did. It's the big, you know, big dude. Look wild. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. He didn't look like Huggy Bear. He didn't look like Huggy Bear, the Huggy Bear from Starsky and Hutch, though. Anything like that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he didn't look like Snoop Dogg either. Who played him in the fucking update movie? I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just a pimp. Huggy Bear, the pimp. Right. Crazy. He didn't look anything like that. Um, so let's, uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I got the, uh, the actual track list for one list, the original release. Um, All right. I just, just want to go through it. I don't know if there's, if we, if we got like fun stories or if you remember the writing process, I know like you and Jamie worked together a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. probably Jay on some of the stuff. I don't, I don't really know, but yeah, it was, we're celebrating the record. So let's just go through it. Um, the original intro 
which is uh, uh, the eulogy, which is yeah. so hard to find online. It's crazy. I didn't realize this stuff was hard to find. That's wild. Um, but it's Jump Steady doing the Preacher Man. Yeah. Yeah. He Man, he did that without us. Like, he... Basically, we told him the idea. I'm pretty sure, like, I, I can't, I wasn't there for the recording of it because I, he, he kind of just wanted to do it himself and just go off in the studio and do it dark and do it. And I think that's what he did. But, you know, he, he just went and did the shit. I'm pretty damn sure. And uh, you'd have to ask Madras and Monoxide for the real update because I'm pretty sure they were the only two that were there at the studio at the time. So, yeah, and then that that obviously became, uh, it became really popular once, like, big money, uh, Hustlers came out and everybody got intro to everyone who wasn't a wrestling fan. Right. Who the preacher man was. Yeah, for sure. But he first, I think that was like the first appearance that I know of, unless it was like wow. a thing. That's next level. <laughs> but then the re-release, you guys went back, grabbed the, the original intro that we were talking earlier from the EP, which in mm-hmm. my opinion is a way better intro, but it's where they're they're waking you up, you know, and then they kind of explaining you've been dead for what, eleven years and it's time to get up. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so the first track, "The Grave Ain't No Place." This is this is this is this is most people's introduction to Blaze Your Dead, homie. For sure, the grave ain't no place. Like, how did I'm how telling did you what track? I? Yeah, t- to me, it's crazy because when I, I there's a lot of this music, but this track in particular. I remember that I did vocals. We did vocals for, I did vocals for everything for this track, dropped all my stuff, and I, I left everything the way it was with beat-wise, what was sitting there, and I left it for, and I, I left it in the capable, very capable hands of Monoxide and Madrox, and they took it from there, and they fucking, you know, they spiced this thing the fuck up. Like, when I got it back, I was like, holy shit. Is that the same track? Like, I mean, it obviously was, the, the beat was completely, they fucking just, yeah. I think they had um, Mike P go to town on it with guitars, and they were like, we want this, and this here, add this here, and, you know, just a little bit of uh, uh, some things. And, yeah, I'm telling you, it was just a different track when I got it back. But it was like, um, so it, it was, yeah, it was next level. Like, I knew when I heard the, the new mixes, of some of the tracks, I was like, "Man, this thing's gonna be fucking awesome!" Like this record is gonna be sick. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a huge. That's. I mean, obviously now it's classic and legendary, but like, even just off the rip, like, the just the fuck the. I don't even know how to make the. You know what I mean? Like that first intro. Oh, I'm telling you, like, yeah, like, that boom. that entire that entire stuff when it, when I left them. With this beat, I want to. I'll tell you, it was like bare nuts. You know what I mean? I probably like next to nothing. It's like if somebody ass is asshole naked, and now they just completely dressed them. That's what it was like. It's like my vocals were there, everything was there that you would want for the song. But this fucking, they built this around some of this stuff around there. You know, with obviously with some of the engineering people that were in there and, and Mike P happened to be the guy, I think, at the time doing some of the engineering and some of it was Fritz and they were in there doing this stuff with them and, you know, building this stuff up, building a beat around some of this vocals that were there with, you know, like I said, a bare nuts, a, a, a break beat with, you know, some 
um, obviously nothing like the guitars that they put in, yeah. <laughs> shit, which was the shit, man. It was like, holy shit. So, yeah, when I heard it, I was like, man, this is like a fucking record. Like, they just took my shit from, you know, uh, uh, of uh, you know of verses and um of choruses and made it sound like a fucking symphony and it was yeah it was dope that's crazy next level Props to my and there was like that. a couple of songs like that that they did that they were like you know i swear they they did a few different things for me on a couple of them songs like that because they were the ones that were mixing this record for me when i was out on the road i went out on the road i think with icp me and killer and they were back there mixing this record for me and that's when they made the phone call and did that shit from the studio they're in the lotus yeah, pod yeah, mixing the record back, down yeah. what's that yeah because they were on there talking about they're gonna have to fly you back to redo the whole thing and shit for sure and i told you i was ready i would have went i would do it but like i said i, I knew you know they were there mixing it so i knew that was 100 percent possible because they were mixing this fucking the whole record and like I said, the first couple of mixes that I heard, I knew I left it in the you know the hands that I wanted it because man, they were fuck, they were killing it. So you were pissed when you got that phone call. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was more pissed because like I said, when the in the context of the phone call is not they, they're, not, they're it's not given. Like I was probably we were on the west coast somewhere in the west coast, and um, so we were three hours back. And they were, you know, so it was dead ass early in the morning. We, I don't know if we had a show the night before. We might have, but we might have a day off. And either way, we were fucking partying all night. So, you know what I mean? You're fucking sleeping. So, you know what I mean? I'm dead asleep in the bunk when they woke me up. And usually most people ain't answering it. But that's the type of homie I am. That's my homies calling. I answer that bitch. Hey, what up? And that's exactly what you got. Oh, you know, fucking dead ass dead motherfucker <laughs> in the morning on tour out on the road yeah for sure some Cali oh, that's so dope <laughs> so then the next track track three is uh, Casket yeah and this I wanted to ask I don't know what this is <coughs> if you uh, if you look up you might not even know the answer to this but if you look up one less G on like Wikipedia and it shows like uh, writing credits and shit there's mm-hmm. something on here power of the pen that's on here several times yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What's who's that? What's that? It's probably stuff that, like I said, it might have been something that Jamie or Madrox might have been working on at the time. But it was like, yeah, a lot of the stuff that we were doing, we were working together, and I was writing stuff, and then some of the stuff I took and rewrote from previous stuff for certain songs for Casket in particular. Like I, I remember some of the stuff that we did um, for Two Crazy Devils that never, and like I said, in my, in, my, in, my, in my opinion, it never came out because it didn't. It was never given a proper, like, here's, this well, yeah, is the album. Internet shit doesn't count. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> internet shit. So before the internet was out and there wasn't any internet shit, nobody ever heard that song except for me and like four or five of my friends. And yeah, so I reworked that song into part of that song in the casket. And yeah, I think that was just part of what it was when we went back and re-released it because he was working on something different for what they were doing shit at the time. Obviously, another another huge uh, classic there. It's all uh, you know, right? It's like we're getting to know Blaze. You know what I mean? You, you came out of the casket, yeah. the grave ain't no place. You're never going back. Yep, yep. And then we go into track four, which is one of the biggest Juggalo songs ever, the Juggalo anthem. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like that's that's just crazy. Like I mean the idea, like I said, was another idea. I reworked from something that I was fucking with before called Gangbangers Anthem from um Sleepwalker, shit that me and Scratch did. It's a whole different uh style concept song because it was about more, you know, like live gangster shit. And this was about being dead and juggling. And yeah, it's kind of what it was. So yeah, same type of stuff. I, I but I went back and just wrote brand new for everything on that shit. Hell yeah, obviously. A but yeah, I took the idea from what I was doing, and then I completely, you know, reworked my own brand new idea and song, and you know, basically what it was. Yep. Well, it's way cooler sure. than the Juggalo anthem than the Gangbangers anthem. Oh, it is kill. It kills it too. Yeah, even the different songs <laughs> are way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Even if you heard the other song, you're like, there's one line in there that I think I remember. I was gonna actually use it because it was a one line I thought was cool, and I never used it. And me and my drives were even trying to like clip it and use it. It's just like a throwback, cool shit. Like you know. But um, and that was it from that same from Gangbangers Anthem. It was like it, it went like I got my nine, yo, click it went time. This is the wicked rhymes, and I'm down for mine. Hell yeah, that was I it. Know. Yeah, right? <laughs> just a little rhyme, but yeah, that was the one. It was like in, it was within the whole song, my whole verse. That was the one part of my verse that was pretty cool. And we were like, yeah, we should cut that out and use it. But after years later, all that material that I had is all thrown in the garbage. All I had is stuff like anybody else that's on the internet. Yeah, that's the yep. <laughs> for that shit, but for fucking one last genius shit like that, hey, guess who got it? I do. Because I kept that goddamn shit. Because I was like, fuck that. Ain't nobody going to do this dumb shit to me again and throw all kinds of garbage out on the internet. Right, right. Now, now it's for you to put out at 20 years. Exactly. I'll put all the garbage out. <laughs> Fucking have you no bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell yeah. Fuck we got, so going down the list, we got another. I, I, I'm just going <laughs> to say it every time. We have another Juggalo classic with Nasty. Yo, Blaze. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Yo, I remember distinctly we were recording that in the Lotus Pod. That happened in the Lotus Pod because we came, we were in there doing that, and uh, midway through the record, Jay walked in the door and he was like, yo. Hold on, I got something for that. And he went home, and he came back, and then he put this B on, and it went with it a little bit, and it was like, okay, so he had a, a, something to rework, a new beat with it, but then he was like, hold on, I want to go in there, and he went in there, and he started doing these sounds and noises throughout the whole song, and I was like, dope. And that was, yeah, that was the fucking shit, man, for real. Yeah, in there doing his, he went in there, like, everything was already set. The song was basically done. And, uh, yeah, it was just, um, we were putting some of the finishing touches on, like, you know, some of the shit that was in there. And uh, only, like, if you smell like a pile of shit and some of those things in there. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> he came in and was like, holy shit. Oh, I got something for that. And then he yeah, ran in the fucking studio. And he threw that in there. It was the fucking shit. I had a little so, crazy, crazy J dust in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, sure. uh... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the original release, we had the uh, the NWA remake classic of the was straight out of Detroit with, uh, yeah. with you, Killa. So I went through uh, a yeah. different incarnation, too, because... I had a different beat originally for that too, and uh, I think when we originally recorded that, that was just me and Killer. Like me and Killer did that song, um, and I did a, a third verse. I think where me and Killer either threw the third verse back and forth to each other, or it was just me, or yeah, something like that. And then when I I took a couple of songs with me, um, I don't know what was happening, but it was dropping Mad Rocks off. So we, we stayed together. So I dropped, I was dropping him off in Toledo, I think, to, uh, for, they, they were jump, they were either practicing down there, rehearsing down there for a tour, or they were about to go out on tour, something like that. Um, shit, there was some wild shit going on, whatever it was. I remember they were, uh, I brought that with me. I brought a CD with like three songs on it. And one of the songs was that. It was straight out of Detroit. And I played that for Jay. And he was like, oh my God, I gotta be on it. And that was the rest of his history. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. obviously that's a classic. And, you know, like, that's just a, yeah, it's so fresh. Is there, I guess to kind of get in the head, but is there any reason, I don't know if you know the answer, that that, that like that track wasn't included on the re-release? No, I think part of it is because of, uh, you know, you got you, people suing people, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, at that time. Yeah. yeah, there was some things happening for other samples people on the label that they were going through some things. And, yeah, some of the samples and uh, things weren't, yeah, you had to be careful with some of this shit. Because then people started looking at you more carefully with fine-tooth combs and shit. Like, what do you got for me now? Right. Sniffing you out. The internet kind of fucked that up because you guys could sell physical copies all day and no one would know. But then as soon as it right, gets right. uploaded, some fucking computer hears the sample and immediately they're like, "Oh shit, you've been you've been selling this for how long?" <laughs> like, wait a second. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That sucks. Yeah, it's wild. Um, and then uh, another Juggalo classic. This one is this is the first one I see that's actually credited with Fritz. I know you said he had a, he had a lot to do with some of it, but I guess it's even he does. I don't even think he remembers all the stuff he did because we were talking about it. But uh, yeah, it was no, Maggie sure. Face. So obviously that's a yeah. huge one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the ones that I recorded directly at the disc. Just me and Fritz. Yep. Went up there and just did it. And it was like, yes, it's another one that's like, that's where a couple of them songs, I did like that. Like, Hood Rats is another Fritz track. Bug to Life, another uh, Fritz track. There's a couple of different Fritz. Saturday yeah, afternoon. He's like, he's, like, he's like the second half, it looks like. like it's almost. Given half the chance is a Fritz track. Yeah. It's just a couple of them things got played and some, you know, sounds got replayed in some of the songs too, which would have just negated his name on a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if, 
if his guitar was replayed on some of the stuff, some of the people might have took his name and changed it and put his their name on there because they replayed a guitar. Yeah. yeah so, you know what I mean? <laughs> silliness. Yeah, that's kind of what, you know, things happen like that when, you know, so it's kind of fucked up. But, uh, yeah, definitely maggot face. Now, uh, what was it? Like, that's a, I, I can't only imagine, like, like some of the, obviously, you're, you're, you're playing a character here. Like, is it strange to sit down and write a song? Like, okay, I'm going to write this track about maggots crawling all over and eating my insides. Like, is that a weird place to be as a person? I mean, that was where, no, it's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was telling you. Like, that was where I took the ball and ran with it. Like, that was exactly, you know, everything to me was literal for a couple of different songs. I try to take very literal meaning and being dead. And you know what I mean? Like, trying to take it to the next level. And that was part of it. Like, I, I like to be descriptive and tell the story about what is really happening to uh, the person as you're doing it. Yeah, it's kind of what it was, man, for real. Like, so, you know, and some of the stuff, it, it hurts me. And some of the stuff, like, I remember um, uh, one of the Lotus songs, I they took my verse off because I was going, I think I was going too, you know, like, either too far uh, the other way. I don't know. It's like, too literal or being dead still. <laughs> it's like, all right. Or you're too dead, Chris. Calm down. I think so. No, I think so. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it was. Maybe I was being too depressing. But I'm pretty sure my verse for Black Crows, I got it written somewhere around here. I remember I pulled it out. I told you I got fucking everything from this dumbass shit on paper. But yeah, my verse for Black Crows never made it on there. So, yep, I remember spinning it. (laughs) That's crazy. So then the next one, another one that didn't make the re-release, which I didn't even realize until today, is Here I Am featuring Twisted. Yeah. You were, you were talking about that one earlier, blowing your voice out. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so we just tried to, I think we were trying to stray away from some of the stuff that was from back there that we were trying to keep for the first actual people that bought the originals. That's a lot what it was. Because like I said, Madrox ended up helping me put some of that stuff together when we did it. And uh, he helped me determine what we should probably take off in that, you know, in, in all honesty. And through, and obviously with Alex, because that was kind of Alex's project and his pet. He was like, I want you to re-release, um, you know, I want one, one less G out again, but let's make it like a deluxe G edition. And, you know, that was his idea. He was like, hey, let's do this. So I was like, okay. Even though, you know, I was like, I was with uh, Grundy at the time. That's what I had and I was trying to push that shit again. Push on. Push on. Then we uh we got uh number nine, uh Hood Rats. Yeah. That's one we recorded straight at the desk. Probably in Studio A, maybe Studio B. We were Studio B writers a lot back in those times. Me and you know, we took whatever we could. It was like if they had extra time and I, like I said, I was probably in the studio with Twisted probably um, 100% of the time, always, for their, anything they were doing, all the way up until probably somewhere in Independence Day, maybe, around that era. Around then, I stopped probably sitting in the studio with them probably 100% of the time. So, um, I was always there. 
And any time they were done for a little bit, I would jump in and do stuff. So in some of the midst of that recording, we'd do that. And some of the times we would just do it on our own. If we, you know, they would, oh, we're, we're going to take this uh, Wednesday and me and Killer are going to go in there and record. And yeah, kind of how some of that stuff happened at the time. It's like they got any minutes left on the meter. Let me get that. Right. No, it's like for real, you always are block you're setting blocks out. You're always gonna go out there for like, you know, you're gonna do a six hour, eight hour block, you're not gonna go in there for like two hours, you're gonna be in there for a while. And so if you're done a little bit earlier on everything that you're done that you came in, because you're not gonna go in there ill prepared, you know, go in there writing raps in a studio uh that you're paying money to do, go in there with your shit ready to go, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like that's kinda what it is. Unless we're at the Lotus Pod and we're doing shit like, you know, Lotus or Riders, then we're in there just sitting there together and writing in the studio. You know, it's a whole different scenario. You're not paying hourly for what the fuck you're doing, you know? Right. <coughs> uh, there's, I don't know, another oddball question looking at the uh, the credits online. There's someone credited on here called China Doll for Hood Rats. Do you know who or hmm. what that is? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm you know, it's like it could be a sample or something. I don't know. It's it's the only weird one on the whole list. Everything else is Mike P. French that's And then there's no. I mean, you know, we used to be out there doing some different shit. Like in the original stuff, we were you know, in my original EP, I was crediting Sam's own production with our shit. You know, because yeah. we just we just were making shit up we were able to just say hey, let's we need something for this okay phantom zone production sounds cool <laughs> phantom zone was like your original grundy entertainment except for it was made up it was another one just that idea at the time yeah for sure it was another you know and that was probably a, a conglomerate made up between me and madrox and monoxide hell yeah like yeah that's cool phantom zone that's us <laughs> that's dope so the next one well, up on the on the list is uh, Hatchet Love. You Hatchet that? Love, yeah, that was that was just me, and I think that was a Mike P D. If I'm yeah. memory serves me correct, and I know for a fact that song was much longer. The original song is much longer. It says it's only two and a half minutes, pissed. less than two and a half minutes, actually. Yeah, just more pissed off of you know same thing. Two more verses of pissed off plays talking about killing you and you can eat my dick and all types of other fucking mean horrible shit you could say to people, you know, in your intro, like, you know, basically, when you first meet them, this is the type of stuff and you ain't shit and throw your hatchet up if you don't. For real. Yeah, it was wild, but that was like, you know, obviously, um, we were we were on to our like I said we were really on to the family thing and trying to I was trying to push that with it and that's what it was man anyway you know I remember Twister was rocking uh, leather coats a lot and they were rocking in different pictures and you know it, it enticed everybody else to kind of like rock the chains and the charms and the, the hatchet man everywhere and then we all just kind of did it and then everybody was rocking it. Before you knew it, we were our own crew. That was, you know, nobody wanted to fuck with. That was wearing red and black, and that's basically what it was, man. Yeah, oh, I, I remember them coats. Those things were well, they still. I think they, for sure they were sought after. Mine, now we all had more them, sought after, I think. We, we all had them, and then you know they were like real leather. Yeah, it was like them, uh, them real high school leather boys. And then yeah, after that, then they started making ones that were like cut for more like a gentleman cut that can you can wear to a. Uh, out to eat, but had a hatchet man on the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. That, that casual gangster. 
Yes, the casual <laughs> fucking juggalo. For the casual For real. in your life. Hell yeah. Yep. And then uh, another Juggalo classic featuring Jamie Madrox on the hook every Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one. We recorded that back in uh, at the disc. That was just, you know, that was the same thing. I, I think um, that's, I laugh because one of the guys, Mike, you know, we, I talked to him the other day and he was telling me, he's like, you know, that was one of the ones that hooked me um, on Blaze was every Saturday afternoon. It's like I heard that and I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's the shit right there. And I was like, all right. And I, I, I remember I was like, uh, I told him, I was like, it's always funny to me because when I wrote that song, you know, I never realized a lot of my stuff is like that. I'll, I'll write a song and I'll write that song. And it, it was, um, I was talking about one Saturday. <laughs> it's like one fucking full it's not Saturday. every Saturday. You listen to shit. You're like the first verse. Hey, I'm in the fucking morning robbing someplace, and then I go out in the second verse, and I'm back robbing the same place. And then by the end of the night, you know what? I already got the money I need, but I'm going to go back and rob somebody anyway. And it's the same <laughs> shit. It's like one full Saturday. So I always, you know, I always thought about it later on. It never dawned on me till later. I was like, man, maybe I should, you know, follow that up with like Sunday morning or after <laughs> the Sunday after or some shit, you know. I'm just like, fuck it, really let him have it. But yeah, just wild as hell, man, for real. That's a, that's a Crazy. really good idea, yeah. The Sunday after. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that's so dope. And it's just, that's classic, especially... <clears throat> I mean, the track itself, and then that and that hook by Madrox is just so catchy. Like, you start singing that shit all day long. Yeah, that's the shit, man, for sure. And then we got another uh, another posse track. One of the first people would say Lotus type songs with uh, "Given Half a Chance" with Twisted and ICP. Yeah, and I mean that's that's the thing. It's like I think that song could have been on some other project, and that was one of those things where I was like, we need, you know. I'm getting close to turning this record in and I would like to have everybody on it. You know what I mean? And at the point we were like, well, we already got you on this at the beginning. Yeah. And I know that's a Fritz track to begin with. So that song started at the one studio and made its way to the other studio, to the Lotus pod to finish. So yeah, it's like, it's, I, I believe that track was either, it could have been on any record. It could have been on a Lotus record or it could have been on a Twisted record, and it just so happened, it was like, I, I need a family track for this record, and they were like, uh, well, we got this one, and you're on it, and everybody's on it, let's put you on this, let's put this on your record, and they're like, oh, you know, and at the time, it sounded like it actually went, obviously, the sound of it, and what we were talking about, the content was 100% on the means of what the record was about, so yeah, it made sense. Oh, yeah, but it wasn't so, on the record. Yeah, it was no brainer to throw it on there. Hell yeah, another epic classic in the Juggalo scene. Uh, then we got yeah. another one uh, with a sick ass hook. Uh, you can't hurt me now. Yeah, that was fun. That one's de- that, that, was just that fun. and Thug for Life, which is the next track. Those were like those those felt different, like. They were like, uh, like that was the gangster blaze for sure. Like, but it was like, yeah. it had that, that vibe, like the, you know what I mean? Like the thug for life almost had the, had like the, it wasn't Roger Troutman, but that style of stuff on there. And then, yeah. You know, it's like, like, uh, when we first, like I said, for the, for the first one, for you can't hurt me, it was so much like the, the idea was, um, 
I mean, obviously, it was it was another just it was that theatrical idea of you basically doing anything and you getting back up and just taking it like it ain't shit and you just continue on. So yeah, it's the, the song basically was just organic easily for that to happen because that's kind of what it was. So um, you know, I remember we were in the midst of writing that and. It was, you know, he got through a couple lines and he's like, what are you doing next? Well, oh shit, um, well, I'm, I'm blind and then I dive off the overpass on an interstate and you can't see straight. Like, you know, so it's like, yeah, it was just a lot of, we just had fun with that one. And it was so much fun because all the homies were in the studio. We were smoking weed, getting fucking stupid. Um, we were at the disc at that time. I remember Pickles was up there because we had him in there and he was, you know, we need you on the course, bro. And he, you know, ran in there. Fucking, all right. You're about to hear a dead tale of a dead man. <laughs> dead needs piss. He's <laughs> having some fun, man. So, yeah, was, we're just getting fucked up and having a great time. And then Thug for Life was a whole different style. You know, we, that song was a beat that Fritz had created for a rap, or I'm sorry, R&B group. Like that he was working with because Fritz worked with various people up there like all kinds of different people at, at the uh, other studio that he was at before we brought yeah. him along and then he eventually was at the Lotus Pod and then was with us you know so it's like before he was working with a lot of different artists and one of them happened to be a R&B group and I think it was girls or I couldn't, I couldn't tell you girls or boys but that Thug for Life beat was for this group and I remember I heard it, and I was like, no, Fritz, that's ours. And he was like, well, they ain't paid for it yet. It's yours. So, we, you know, we fucking rapped on that. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of what it was. It was like it needed a chorus, and the chorus that came along was the Roger Troutman-esque stuff, and Madrox, I think, threw that on there. And, um, yeah, then Jay got in there ultimately at the end and, you know, threw some stuff over the top. And, yeah. So it was cool. That's dope. See, I don't know. See, we don't. This I love hearing shit like that. That's cool. And one of the craziest things is one of the mis- most misquoted lines I think is in that song. It's like near the, my verse, my somewhere in my verse, and I think they have it quoted as like "dirty dog from the casket and underground." I think I have it written as "dirty corpse from the casket and underground," but I probably can't say that very good <laughs> when I'm <laughs> rapping and that's what it came out as saying so it sounds something like dirty dog from the casket underground whatever it's, uh, it's, it's I, it was either supposed it was either supposed to be corpse or I might have tried to change it to thug but either way it sounds like dog and it'll forever be dog to everybody out there <laughs> but it's supposed to be that's what it says on Wikipedia <laughs> whatever the fucking blaze lyric thing it says <laughs> that's awesome I didn't know that was Pickle. I thought that was Paul that said that uh, he's dead and he's oh, at the beginning? Yeah. No, that's Pickles, that's bro. Good. That's Pickles doing that shit. Yeah, he's in there doing that. He's the one doing, uh, uh, I think he does another couple lines in there, too. I, I one of the other ones in there. I know one of them is uh, ABK doing, did it make, or did it make you sick? Or one of them is him. One of them's Madrox. One's Pickles. And, yeah, just all of us just floating throughout in there I love hearing shit like that that's so dope and it's weird like I don't I guess it's not I don't maybe maybe I don't see it or maybe I don't know but I don't know if it's the case anymore but back then like anybody associated with you guys fans 
wanted to know or knew or were kind of in awe of or were just like they were cool ass people like i still remember pickles and squeak and fucking uh you know you mentioned jd jeremy and fucking patrick mm-hmm. and adam and yeah. like i remember those people from that time period i don't know anybody now except for obviously like dustin and mike and shit but like back then it was like the crew was part of the crew everybody was it was like i don't know why it was different but it was like people knew who I mean, it's, people were it's like i said it was a, what, because when we came over when i came over in the same way it was like we just you know you weren't like so we were working as a nine to five like you were getting a paycheck as a job but mostly everybody there was a homie or a friend that was from a friend of somebody else so we were all like trying to you know big up for everybody else that was there whoever was you know what i mean because so we were all trying to push towards the same um the same thing which was like blow up um psychopathic or you know what i mean create something together and that thing happened to be psychopathic and in the process that was pushing icp and then pushing twister and then it helped push me and you know killing everybody else that was out there but yeah it was a lot it's, that's what it was it was a cast of characters and there was a whole cast of them that helped cast. run with us you know what I mean and I wouldn't you know I, mean, I wouldn't be right to say it wasn't there was a right. cast of people that would that fucking ran together that and you know everybody had nicknames and most people did that were there yeah, it was you know, for real. it's great like just talking about all this stuff and hearing you say names reminds me of like my own memories just yeah. as a fan you know what I mean like I remember yeah. going to strip clubs and fucking with Adam and fucking Eric and Psycho Patrick and like you know what I mean we were we were just kids yeah. we, didn't, we didn't we weren't like we get to hang out with the artists but we get to hang out with these guys and they work there and they can tell us about the artists right <laughs> for sure and these guys dope. are ultimately other dudes we're hanging out with every day anyway on yeah. the bus and everywhere else around the nation and you know on the normal time shit because like I said we were you know the clock really wasn't a clock it was like all right um, you know, because you might have to be on call like a doctor style. We might need you yeah. to go somewhere and promote something this weekend. Oh, something just came up. We need you out there to go do something and handle it. You know, yeah. That's what it was, man, for so real. Dope. And then, so the final track on the original release, which another one that didn't get included in the re release, which is nuts to me, is The Hatchet Execution. Yeah. Another one, same same reason. You see the you see the similarities <laughs> two songs. Action execution and um the other one we talked about earlier, straight out of Detroit. Because yeah. they're both kind of the same type, I think they're real life or something that's kinda of close to that, you know. Oh, is that um, what it is? I didn't even realize there was samples on that one, though. No. It's just another interpretation of some of yeah. uh uh you know, another song I think from actually from Above the Law, I believe it was. Okay. I gotcha. Because, yeah, I think that idea was kicked by uh, Jay. He was like, you know, this would be cool to do something like this. Like, everybody writes some bars to this, and uh, we all do, you know, one together. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, that was when I said that the family was expanding at that time, too. We had more people that were coming in, and more people were adding, and just, you know, that were hanging out or with us. And, yeah. And you heard, like, shit, you heard Sin on there for the first time. And, yeah. <laughs> so yeah a lot of stuff like that was happening yeah for sure shit I think he called anybody killer everybody killer that was great <laughs> we always laugh and we, I swear he says everybody killer what's up to you too I was like oh shit you too here too oh, yeah. 
Boy, you love it, my dude. Great dude, though. Sin, he's a good guy. Yeah, Sin's cool as fuck, man. It was just very funny at the time, and still makes me laugh and chuckle. What is that? I hear it, and I'm like, yes, he just said what's up to you, too. <laughs> Everybody tell us. It's funny. Yeah, he was, you know, he's just he's saying what's up to you, like you, meaning you or me. <laughs> yeah, who's a listener? <laughs> but the way yeah. he said it, it sounded like, what's up to you, too? It's <laughs> 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 oh, great. Yeah. Shout out G-Man, man. Hell yeah. Fucking entertaining. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So yeah, I mean, obviously that's it's a huge. Uh, the re- so that originally came out October sixteenth, two thousand one, and one Juggalo Classic, and then we got the re-release, I believe, in twenty two thousand six. Right? Yeah. Yep. And then that you included a, a couple of like tracks that you had had already like put out. With, uh, yeah, a couple of extras like garbage and something else, and maybe one from the fucking the game. Yeah, one we uh, look out. Yeah, uh, look out. Yeah, from the video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we and then we added <coughs> real G shit intro to the hood in case you forgot. And I I go to work from yeah the original EP. So it's crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize this stuff's out of print. Like those tracks are out of print, and including like shit talkers from the original. Like, yeah, can't get it. Everything, man. Everything from that era. Like I said, I don't let. Yeah, uh, not everything from, from that time, from the first the EP. Not everybody was uh, was in was in favor and in love with my EP. Let's just keep. Let's just say that. At at the label. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think that so it was it was actively they were trying to figure out a way to keep it to go out of print so they could just create With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take this new stuff, you know what I mean? I gotcha. Kind of what it was. I mean, you know, I don't... Hey, it's tough for all the collectors out there to get their hands on. Well, right. I ain't trying to throw anybody under the bus. I'm gonna let you know, though. If you want one, you better get one because it ain't ever gonna be made, to my knowledge. Again, yeah. shit. I don't think I ain't got the rights to make it right now. And uh, if I did, maybe I might make one just for you, but not yeah. for everybody. For you too. Right. For you too. <laughs> for you too. Right. I make one for them because they got a shout out. Right. Make me. Fuck so, yeah, Bono himself. Um, fucking boner. <laughs> Hell yeah! So, yeah. so we're starting off the year, man. Obviously, it's the twenty year anniversary. We're do you're yeah. doing the twenty year anniversary exclusive digital experience. It's going down Friday, yes, February fifth. What um, 
So for everybody who doesn't know about it yet, this it's a, it's a live. I don't know what it is. Tell is is this is this a live concert? It's a live, is it like, a, yeah, like a live digital live experience concert. Yeah, for sure. Like without, uh, I know you don't obviously don't want to give anything too much away about the show. We want people to see it. Is this is it? Um, a lot of people. The biggest question that I've seen people asking about this is because of the way it's built. Because it doesn't mm-hmm. say concert; it says experience, which is similar to what the freak show experience was. Okay. Um, is that can we expect something like the freak show show, or can we expect something closer to how Attack of the Ninjas digital was, or is it somewhere in the middle? Or you don't want to say? It's mostly, I would say, mostly uh, just a live experience, a live digital like Attack of the Ninjas, mostly. But okay. there is some sprinkle in of some stuff that's, and I don't, I mean, I can't, yeah. I don't want to let no cats out of the bag or anything, but it's just some next level shit that I think would, would be there just to entertain you guys. For sure. But just you're, some but super you're flavor, just some super cool flavor for y'all that I think that you, you, there's the only way you're going to see it is by, you know, attending and checking out. But other than that, yeah, it's like a live experience where you're like, holy shit, Blaze is doing that song that I haven't seen him do in for fucking ever. Or this whole song that he has never done in a long ass time. But yeah, it's it's damn near almost every single track that I did on uh, the original one last G in the hood. Hell yeah. So obviously, Twisted's going to be in the house. ABK's yeah. going to be in the house. Yes, sir. Get, I mean... Unfortunately, ICP probably won't be there, but pretty much everyone no. that was featured on the record besides them is going to be in the building. All right, right, Pump. right. It's going to be dope. We, uh, well, me, I guess, Tony, uh, Dead Body Man was there, but he passed out drunk in the back of the car. Whoopsies. But I got to see you at the, the after party in Salt Lake City doing the One Little yes. G show, which was That was phenomenal. wild. I mean, like I said, I did two of those shows, and the first one obviously was better when we were in Cleveland because Killer was there, and uh, it was just uh, on that next level because it was the four of us out there doing yeah. it. And much like this is going to be. So, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, that's what it is, man. It's like, yeah, the, the other, the experience in Salt Lake was cool, but I was fucking everywhere that day, bro. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know, people don't tell you about Salt Lake City, but, every, you know, every time you go there, I love Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is a beautiful place. I love it, man. I, I can't, I, Salt Lake is great, but there altitude is damn near as bad or worse than Denver sometimes. You go out there and you're in that altitude, you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I you know, you drink one pop and you already got that film in your mouth and there's like stickiness. So you gotta drink water, like an overabundance of it. Then on top of that, we had at that Attack of the Ninjas, I think I had like three or four different performances lined up for the whole weekend or for the night whatever it was so i was like you know bang out there with um gorilla voltage doing a song and then i had to go change up paint and do uh zodiac with roc and then i switched up and did something with somebody else with twisted i think we did some shit and then i went out and did my you know the after party so it was like man i was fucking like killing it by the time i got to the mic on the after party i felt like i was blown out like my voice was like not existent you know what i mean so yeah i just i had but so it was much uh, we were all, we were, the fans were all blown out too that oh i mean that's the thing i knew y'all were having a great time <laughs> yeah. so there was no way i was gonna be like i'm not doing this 
But it was like, <laughs> I just felt like I could have had a better show if I had me and Killer out there and Killer was doing his parts and we were just, you know, because it would have just been that much better. I think, you, so. did, I think you did a great job. Well, thank you. You were passed out, he said. Yeah, it was dope. Um, That's great. Hell yeah. Uh, A bunch of people, while we're talking about the live stream and stuff, a lot of people are asking about the virtual meet and greet and how that works. How does it, like, what what are you doing for that? This is my first time, too. I can't wait for it. I'm like, you know, they told me, hey, you want to try it and let's do this? And they were like, we got some, somebody that's really legit taking care of it and they're ready to roll and they have it all set up and let's do it. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's do it. So, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm like y'all. I'm ready to um, figure out what it's all about, what it entails too. <laughs> I think it's going to be cool though. Um, I'm sure I'll be there um, meeting with everybody, and <laughs> talking to you and saying hello. I mean, it's not as the same as me standing there in front of you and shaking your hand or giving you a fist bump even, or and uh, signing your autograph. But it is the next best thing. It's like we're there together and together apart. There you go. Yeah, right. I, I assume. It, I mean, I would assume it's like like video, call, like a like a Zoom call or FaceTime, and it's probably yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I one. get from it. That's yeah, for sure. It's like that's exactly what I'm. I've been, you know, that's kind of what I, I've been uh, briefed about. What it was been told about. Hell yeah. So yeah, for everybody asking, you guys probably know where to get it. For the people that don't, you can actually go to. There's a whole website for the Fam Fridays. Yep. And uh, that'll get you a link. That'll send you right to the webpage. Actually, you can pick up the virtual meet and greet. You can pick yes, up, uh, and that includes the stream. <clears throat> if yeah. you don't want it, there's merch bundles. And what I did, and I think everyone should do, is you just buy the package. You're going to get Blaze's One Less G Show. You're going to mm-hmm. get All the Horrors Halloween 365 special. Yeah. You're going to get the ABK Hatchet Warrior Show. Yes, sir. We're gonna get that's the Alice Lou show, and I think it's thirty-five bucks. You get all four of them. Yeah, like that's a deal. Come on, so. that's dope, man. It's a whole month of flavor for everybody to check out, man. Something cool to do each Friday. Hell yeah, that's super dope. And then Blade, the One Less G show is the first one. Obviously, you got to kick it off with the bang. It's the twenty-year anniversary. Yeah, it's going down on the fifth. That's why, man. We're bringing, we're coming back, we're slapping them hard with the twentieth. Motherfucking twentieth anniversary, one less G in the hood. And we were talking about it uh, before the should not with you us at here at Revicon. Um, we're talking about it, and so I, obviously I have to knowing M and E and knowing how how we celebrate things. I can only assume this is just the beginning of the one less G celebration. Um, I mean, there's a strong possibility, man. It's like you know, we try. We there's some things that we can do and things that we can't do. So it's like you know, we're gonna do everything that we can do, and uh, yeah, keep keep rolling with it for real. Is there? I know a lot of people. A lot of people are asking, and I myself was asking, especially uh, you know, hearing you tell the stories about things that were cut or things that didn't make it or ideas that were happening, mm-hmm. and all the old things you're pulling up. And I know, I guess, you know, legal issues and things like that, you may not have all the rights to the current record, but is there some sort of, are you guys planning on some sort of re-release or some sort of, like Twisted did the unheard cuts thing with the freak show um, that Fritz pulled up? 
is there anything in the works for one last G or some sort? I know we did the you did the vinyl and it was a free giveaway. Cause you yeah, give stuff yeah. away for free. Is there? I mean, yeah. is there plans for some sort of? We I found all this stuff. Let's give it away. It's a twenty year anniversary. There, Let's, I mean, there's. I'm saying there's never like there's there are a few tracks that I've had from an era. And, um, you know, there were things that never made it at all. And there were things, like I said, at the time that I was recording anyway. So it's, yeah, it's like I, I have things that I might be able to move on into other things. Like, uh, but nothing like a full record worth. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I have enough that I could say these are the cuts from this this time with these recordings. Unless Fritz was to find them. Then yeah. he's a crafty dude, so you never know. Maybe he could find some things. Yeah, there are a few tracks that I know of for sure that were era, um, time era tracks um, that I did that never made it um, to either of those two records. And one of them was like a Twisted and Blaze track and that one actually has a, you know I have that for the most part and the other one is a killer in Blaze track and I have found that and the only reason it didn't make it I think it was, at the time was because it didn't have a chorus and it had a chorus written that was never spit and basically uh, it's another you know it's a matter of time but I might release it but it probably won't be released on anything new as opposed to something like a graveyard grapes or something like that there you go. So. hey either way you know i, mean, I, I know the, the people love that old school shit and the 20 year anniversary is a damn good time to uh to pull some stuff out of the hat like that for sure for sure for sure but uh definitely i know a lot of people are looking forward to it i'm high for it um shameless plug real quick since we're talking about all the abk stuff Make sure you guys come back here right after the Blaze Show, February eighth. ABK is going to be yeah. back on Replicon Radio. So, yeah, Killer, dude. Yeah, we're going to throw it down with Killer uh, in two oh, weeks. Yeah. So that'll be dope. Um, but yeah, man, sure. I'm hype. I love it. I love talking about the old school, uh, all the old, all the old hits and the the one less G man. I I can't wait the whole year. We're, we're celebrating all year, whether you like it or not. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna keep painting up and throwing blood on shit. Hell yeah! So I'm gonna have to be careful with it out there, and you know, be trying. Every time I used to, man, that's the one thing used to fuck me up all the time. That every time I had to put that blood on and that shit, I would go out instantly. It would just be leaking off, (laughs) either into my eye or somewhere else off me. So it's yeah, next level actually. And wasn't there I was gonna I have something I was gonna add there was something I saw you post something, I can't remember what it was. Some sort of promotional thing and they had like a lot of the promotion you had a lot of things like trying to put merchandise and things out back then that they would like digitally remove the blood from your images and shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Like at Hot Topics hundred percent they had I think it was Hot Topic for sure they had to do that. Um, for that picture, that original picture and T-shirt of me and Killer, I had blood on um, my hands and fucking coming down my face, and it was on the clock. And they, yeah, they digitally erased that, and they actually cut me halfway up, I think, and made the picture half, you know, half of what it was. Damn, that's pretty wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. That's awesome. That's silly. Yeah, That's I just awesome. said, you know, that was the way they had to do it. They were like, this is too much, you know, for uh, kids and shit to buy from our spot. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> hell yeah. That's what's up. So, hell yeah, man. It's going down. If you guys, you, you have to go to ForTheFamFridays.com, pick up a ticket to the digital event. One last G in the Hood 20-year anniversary live experience with twisted and abk get a merch bundle don't get a merch bundle whatever just don't miss the show this one is not available on dvd like some of the previous ones are so you got to be there yeah gotta be better there. be there you don't want to miss it man it's going to be dope obviously we've been kicking it for like an hour talking about how great this record was you don't want to miss the 20 year anniversary experience of it yeah so, i'll be looking for you that's right <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> they'll shout you out no i'm not I can't put that out there. He won't do that. But Fuck yeah. but if you're not there, he might come to get you. Um, right. Hell yeah. But since we have you, um, I can't I can't let you go without talking about what's going on now. Obviously, since we last talked, we, we were promoting Cadaver. It's out. A yep. lot of people are comparing a lot of this to One Less G with the Amaji and some of the other tracks. It kind of hits some of I the will same. Say, I enjoy the album. It's a great record. It is really good. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's sure. a, I don't know if you know this yet because it doesn't go live till next week, but obviously it is nominated for a uh, album of the year in the Replicon Radio Awards yes, that, that go up next week. Oh, dope. Fuck but, yeah. Uh, well, I hope I get somewhere in there. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. That's one that has fucking eluded me so far, <laughs> damn it. Well, that's, I mean, I'll give you awards all day, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's not up to me. It's, right. we, it's up to the fans, but they love you. For you sure, up there. for sure. Well, I know I'm fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a dope record, man. Um, I mean, how is it? What's it? I mean, I, you know, we don't normally get to talk to you right after the album. Like, have you? Have you been I'm still mad. Yeah, and- I have not fully quit working it. Like I'm working the record as well. Still, just um, I'm taking a break with what's going on with One Last G and what, what's happening with the show right now. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm working on some, still working on some more stuff, more visuals, another video, um, working on different visuals for some of the homies in the camp too. So yeah, still doing it, man. I have to ask. You know? I have to ask because it's my favorite. I love the record. My favorite thing on the whole record is the fucking skit when you're singing the fucking Michael Jackson, but it's the weed song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like my favorite song now. I, I swear to God, I like I, I searched the internet trying to like find out what it was you were singing. Like, what is this? Where did this come from? Why can't I get the full version of this? What is that? Is that just you? Yeah, just some shit I was writing, and uh, you know, I was making fun of it when I was writing it, and I remember. When I was doing the shit, um, Mad Drox was like, you know, that's cool as hell, but he's like, I don't know what we're going to do. And then as soon as he heard me continuing with the song, he was like, okay, I got it. And yeah, that's exactly what he did. So it's like, all right. And, you know, at the time, he said the same thing. So did Fritz. They were like, you know, everybody's going to be like, when are you going to finish that track? And yes. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on it. Yeah, Bro, yeah, I've never sure. listened to a skit on repeat. 
ever. That's hilarious. I, to, I probably listen. That's probably hilarious. my number one track on that. On that. <laughs> that's um, great. It's so and then Madrox kicks in with the mic. Oh, I'm like, dude, come on. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. He like, got a he drops the fucking background. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, gets he can't fucking hear me. <laughs> uh, it's so good, man. Please, even if that's one you can do just for me, like make a fun or not. I love yeah. this. I love Michael and I love Blazer Dead, homie. I don't even smoke. Yeah, that I'm was like, just. No, it was just, no, man. No. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, as soon as I remember, I, I I even wrote on there. I was like, say, 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 or I was like, uh, I think I put this. I wrote the song on the spot. I think I put it on there, like. uh Roll, roll, roll another J in the key of say, say, say <laughs> from MJ. That's that what it was. Nice. It was like fucking around. Yeah, that was basically what it was. And I just started, you know, so when I was writing it, I was actively thinking about what, you know, how he was writing that shit and what the words that him and McCartney were using. It was like, all right, I'm going to just, you know, play with it and. Talk about weed instead. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I just have, I have to. I have you here. I have to tell you, it's my favorite shit ever. I love it. I've literally. That's great. To it Thanks, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> that video always had a fucking impact when I was a kid. I just remember that video, and he used to be like, "Damn, man, what are they? They're a couple of charlatans, some fucking, you know, some <laughs> salesmen." And they both are in love with this bitch. Like, what's happening in this video? You can never can fucking fully grasp it. But I love. I just yeah, like no, no. the song. I was like, it was cool. Like, all right, yeah, if it, something crazy. To me, if it's Michael, it's yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm a huge Michael fan. Always have. Been. Fuck yeah, that's yeah. what's up. That shit, yeah. I just had to. That's super dope. So when then we got. Yep. So obviously we're celebrating one less G. We got Cadaver out. Hopefully we get some roll, roll, roll another J at some point in line. <laughs> uh, like, and then we got the the first single and the announcement of. The new project, the East Side Ninjas. I know you guys were, uh, you guys got some stuff for that. Paul had announced uh, probably uh, an EP that would be out fairly soon. Like, how's that? How did that come about? How's that going? Like, what can you tell us about that and the vibe there? Is it like old school family reunion up in that bitch or what's going on? I mean, yeah. Well, well I mean, it's just, it's the same. It's a different time because it's COVID time. So sometimes we're not always in the studio at the same exact time all the time. But um, we do meet uh, occasionally in there and talk about things. And sometimes there's tracks ready to roll and you're on them. And sometimes you didn't even, like, when we first started this stuff, I didn't know what we were recording. I just know we were recording tracks. It was like, hey, man, let's, you know, jump on this and let's do this together. And, uh, you know, I, I got you open space right here. Kick your spot. And, yeah, that's what it was. And then we then it just started uh, yeah, turned into what it is. Which is some fucking awesomeness. Hell yeah. The the OG drive by back for the first time. Twisted yeah, man. Twisted Blade for real. BK. For real. Hype, man. That's hype. I know people are hype about it. Uh I'm hype for it. Old the, Man, I'm telling you, they ain't they ain't heard shit yet either. That's the realness. Like it's just it's you know, the ain't bullshit and it's just kicking it off right now. It's like the beginning of this shit. Hell yeah. Wow. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good twenty-one for Blazer Dead Homie and all the. I'm telling you, M&M. yeah, there's tracks. And like I said, I'm still working on this uh, album. I still have. Some, I'm working on some uh, more visuals for Cadaver. Uh, I got a couple more videos I have in mind planned, and uh, some of them are in the works. One of them is, and another one is 
is uh, in the mind right now in the works. And then I also have some other stuff that I've been fucking around for one last G, and I hope y'all you know get to see that shortly too. Hell yeah, that's dope, man! All kinds of motherfucking freshness coming from the dead man. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, like, I'm, you know, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm kicking it. Like, I think I, I ate into my time that I'm usually over on Facebook, usually kicking it and talking some bullshit. <laughs> um, and so I'll probably eat over there, like <laughs> fucking around again. So you know, I'm trying to stick, uh, stay current with this shit every week and, and stay on it, man. You know, be yeah. riding with everybody because everybody's riding with me. That's right, man. No, it's dope. People love it. I love to see it. Everybody loves to see it. More interaction. Thanks, man. Kicking sure. it old school. So, hell yeah. I can't wait, man. More visuals coming. Hopefully, you got something for that. What is that? Summer Breeze? That's the gym. That's the gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, dope. man. Well, I can't wait. Thanks for kicking it with us. Celebrating 20 years of one less G. I got a question. We got another question. We can't, we can't let them go without asking a sports question. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what? Uh, what are we thinking about uh, old Matt Sanford not being with the Lions next year? Well, I'm one of the people that is probably happy about him moving on. Like, I think um, we probably should have moved on from him a few years ago. Yeah. And it's not anything to do with him, like, uh, as a player, but it, it's 100%, I think, um, the new coach coming in yeah. might understand more about what it really is being a Detroit fan. And because he played there too, and Matt right. Stafford should know because he's been there for like twelve years. Right. But I don't think he still grasped it. It's like it doesn't matter how much toughness you show on the field; none of that matters if you don't do the little things that it means when it matters to win games. And you can never become the comeback champion without being in the hole every fucking game. Right. So the only way you become the comeback guy and having thirty comeback wins through your career is because you're in the hole all the time. You're always getting beat. And it's not just the defense fault. It's the offense usually because he goes in and he's the master of three and outs all the way until like the third or fourth quarter. Then he'd start actually hitting his targets. And, you know, and he was bailed out for the first couple of years because he had the greatest receiver to ever fucking mm-hmm. touch a football in Calvin Johnson. Yep. And I don't care, care if they, they can talk Jerry Rice now that I watched him play. He still ain't got what Kelvin had Kelvin was fucking you know the greatest receiver. He could fucking you could throw it and he'll be triple and quadruple covered and still catch the ball. And that's what Matt Stafford relied on for years. Yeah. And he was just padding his stats all the time. So much so that one of the guys, like the radio guys around the area, started calling him Pat Stafford because that's what he does. He just goes out there and pats all his, you know, all of his stats get padded up at the end of the fourth quarter, and he's racing and chasing a victory that usually doesn't matter to him. It matters to the people in the city, though. Absolutely. And they've been down forever, and we just keep losing. And uh, I don't think he ever grasped what it was, man. Like yeah. the toughness is one thing on the field, but. Uh, you know, being smart, being smart, willing to do that extra thing. Like, you know, even yesterday, I watched that game, part of the stuff with uh, the Tampa Bay game and Green Bay. Um, and it was weird because Aaron Rodgers turned into Matt Stafford on that last play, that yeah. last fucking four downs or whatever. He turned into him. He fucking relied on his stupid arm and tried to jet that ball into no, no man's land and yeah. try to, you know, sneak it into nothing, leaving the coach having to call for a fourth, you know, to kick the field goal right. instead of just doing what Aaron Rodgers does, seeing that six yards that he needed and just running in the end zone. 
And right. instead, he tried to, you know, he tried to pussyfoot and fiddle around and toss the ball. And instead, they, you know, they left it in the coach's hand. Coach called the fucking field goal. They get the three points. They're down. They can't stop them. They lose the game. Right. And, you know, that was, uh, that was what uh, we usually see in Detroit. That's what we see there. We see Matt Stafford do these things and then throw a pick six on the last drive when he's coming back. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or he'll do this shit where he needs three yards. He's easily got him if he just runs. Instead, he'll try to gun it 40 yards down the field. It'll fucking get deflected. And now they're kicking a punt instead. It's like, bitch, you need three yards. Get the three yards and let's move on to the next 10. Yeah, I don't he didn't do that. He never did that in the Detroit uniform. And that's my problem. Yeah. With him, so whatever somebody else can get staff infection. We had staff infection right. for 12, 13 years. Yeah. Detroit, we're on, we're we're about to move on from that. And hopefully, right. uh, hello, saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account, where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. But they start, you know, whatever. It's like nothing says it's a new regime without getting and moving on and being able to say, I'm sorry, we move on. I've seen other teams move on from less, you know what I mean, with more talented people sometimes. You know, for real. Especially with the contract. Watch, look at that too. Especially with the contract. Look at that the he dude had. from Washington, man. Look at the kid from Washington. He was he, they moved him right up out of there. I've watched him at Ohio State killing it for years. Killing Michigan, killing every other team, except for probably Alabama. And uh yeah. And they still, you know, it's fucking weird. Yeah. They moved him right up out of there. After yeah. one thing, he had a party with his girlfriend with his mascot. It's like, right. Oh, that's all we need and get out of here. Yeah. Bye, yeah. Haskins. Right. See you later. And where's he at now? I think he signed with somebody uh, with Pittsburgh, and he signed with a winning organization there. You know, usually a winning or winner. So it's like you right. know, this is crazy. Yeah, as a 49ers fan, wow. I will agree with what you said about Calvin Johnson. Though Calvin Johnson is a is a badass. Well, he was a badass receiver for sure. That guy, did, beast. He did a lot of things that most receivers couldn't do. By he did by far. And then uh, one more question: Who do you got in the Super Bowl? Oh, that's tough. I, I mean, they, they say it's age over whatever. Where they say age and treachery over youth and exuberance. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, they say it always does, but I don't think so, man. For real, it's like I think uh, it's it's tough to ever go against and uh, root against um, uh, Tom Brady for ten years. But I've seen him lose out of them years a couple of times. Sure. The person that I haven't seen get beat up like that yet is Patty Mahomes. And I don't know. I, I would have to say I probably, you know, 
my my um my my sports inner IQ tells me that Chiefs are probably gonna win it, but it's gonna be a tough one. Like I don't yeah. know, I I have yet to see because you know Sue, I I think I got a we got a former player in in Domicon, Sue, a former Lion that now plays there, and then you got JPP that plays there. It's like they got a very low key, really good defense. So yeah. it's gonna be tough, man. Like I don't know. You know, but they just seem to do the little things that matter. Like that's what yeah. Mahomes does. He does the stuff that Aaron Rodgers did two years ago. Two years ago, Aaron Rodgers would make that move. Like either would just run for the six yards and get the end zone, or figure out a way to get you know to juke that guy and get in the end zone. He's right. not going to just sit there and uh, wait for a guy to get open. No. He's going to get in the end zone. Yeah, he, he will. Find, he will definitely find a way. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same thing. I think it's going to be a damn good game, and I think it's going to be. Pretty much, you can flip a coin, and pretty much that's who's going to win. You know, I'm kind of pulling. Yeah, for sure. I'm kind of pulling for Brady just because I want to see him win without Bill Belichick. Just, I mean, he's already in the. He already made it to the Super Bowl without him. But just to throw it in right. the face even more that hey, look, I don't need you. I can go to. I can go to any team, and we can win games. No, he's a goat, no matter what. Yeah. Man. Like I said, I've watched him since he was in college in in Michigan, and I was, you know, I remember him playing them, them splitting games between him and Henson at that time, Drew Henson, and I thought that was a mistake. Like being a kid, because I wasn't much, you know, about the, the age around his age, and I remember watching that stuff and being like, "Bro, this dude is." the truth like you should let this guy play the whole game yeah. even if he was a scrawny looking kid he <laughs> could read the defense and he knew where to throw the ball and it was like whenever he would get intercepted it was mostly because the receiver made a bad play he didn't make the right cut right. he fucking you know he tipped the ball up and now the cornerback grabbed it the only reason he was getting bad in my opinion was because of you know, bad play by his teammates. Like he was a very so when he came out of college and they picked him at like sixth round, I was like, whoever just got him, just got a fucking dude. Like he is good. If he ever gets a chance to play, he's gonna be great. And sure enough, man, he was fucking proved it. He was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I'm not really a huge Tom Brady fan, but I will never take his ta- talent away from him. But now that I see his true talent out there, it's not all Belichick. That the kid, I mean, the kid has an arm on him. The kid can read plays. He knows what's going to happen before it even happens. That's it, man. That dude's just, he's very, very, very He talented. can move his feet just enough. He doesn't have to play. He's a pocket quarterback, and he's been that pocket passer for the longest time. And he was that way when he was in Michigan. He was yeah. the same way. He would be sitting back there in that pocket, and he would just dissect them because he can do that. And that's what it is. He's got a pinpoint accurate arm, and usually it's that way. He can throw that bitch down the field just like he can throw it 15 or 20 yards down the field. It's crazy. Right. And I, so, you know, cause he's, he's not, he's not my favorite guy either, but he's a, he's a good fucking quarterback. Yeah. He, that's why he's a, he's a goat for a reason, man. Like he is really good. Yeah. I, I mean, with this, with this game here, you got, you got, you know, the well experienced guy and then you got the newcomer up that's going to be one of the greatest as well in his time. You know, coming right. up. So, I mean, not that I'm not a Chiefs fan. I mean, I'd like, I'd like to see Mahomes get a second win. You know, especially a back-to-back win. That'd be pretty fantastic. But for sure, it's something very hard to do. And if I'm a gambling man, that I, I would have to go with Brady. You know, 
I mean, the crazy thing is, is that the NFL is to, is is actively not trying to break up the Chiefs organization at all. Right? I mean, like the fucking everybody talks about Eric Bieniemy being the next coach somewhere, but everybody, nobody's giving him a shot. Right. So it's like technically all you're doing is letting him sit there longer and just fucking kick your ass again. Because <laughs> what is going to happen? They're just not, they're going to become a different team? No, they're going to be the same fucking team running you over year after year right. until you grab that guy and move him <laughs> out of there. And hopefully a fucking guy that doesn't have his brain is running the offense. Like, uh, you know? Yeah. Like what the fuck, man? I mean, that's a, somebody got to figure this shit out. Yeah, that's another thing. I think if you put a, if you put pressure on Mahomes, I think I think you kind of get to his head a little bit, and he folds under pressure. But that's the only thing. But it's tough to get there. But yeah. it, I have heard some rumors like that dude, one of their guys, just got fucked up. Achilles fucked up, and he's not going to be in the bowl. And he's one of their starting tackles. So yeah. that might have something to do with it. It might fucking leave them on the end, which does open up. Guys like Sue and JPP who have to be like double teamed in the front on that front four, you know. So right. it's you know, and then if you can't double team or triple team him, then you are you do got Pat running for his life. Yeah. But he does have legs; he can move, and that's the difference. Like you know, as long as he can see these guys out of the side of the corner of his eye <laughs> and still move, he can do some different things. Because he watched it happen since his rookie year. Like right. the guy was out there. Fucking flip it to his left hand because somebody grabbed his right and throwing it left handed for the TD. Like, <laughs> right. God damn, man. Well, I've never seen this shit. Right. And let alone somebody allowing the dude, like, holy shit, the coach fucking didn't give a shit. No, yeah. oh, he's slapping five and fucking gave him a hug on the sideline afterwards. Like, holy shit, all right. <laughs> Some wild <laughs> shit right there. Right. For real. Yeah, I just see if 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 the uh, Chiefs, if the Chiefs defensive line or offline rather was, was 100% healthy, I. I'd probably pick them winning the game, but for sure, with a couple injuries, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen. I like, I like to. Yeah, but... I said it's it's a tough call, but I mean, I I would, I just, I would like to say that in my opinion, of this, you know, Patrick Mahomes is trying to do everything he can, and and whenever you look at it, Kelsey is just a machine. You throw the ball in his direction, he makes the catch, and they don't even need a receiver; they just keep throwing to the tight end and. Yeah. I watched him just mow right down over the last, like the Bills. Like, how are they just running through these guys? Have they not figured out that you can't play zone? Like, and, and then it's like, when you do and you switch to man coverage, then he can you leave him open to run down the field on you. So it's like, there's nothing you can do. You gotta like, and you can't spy every time. I guess you can. But still, he can get through the line on a spy. So it's really tough, man. It's like there's there's no set defense that is just the best to play against that guy. Yeah, that's the real truth. And I mean, Tyreek Hill's a pretty quick little guy too. He's I mean, he's for sure. He's the, he's and sometimes, in my opinion, he's their second option. You know what I mean? Like, and that's a fucking wide receiver. It's like Kelsey's the first guy. Give it to him every time. Like, yeah. damn. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a good game for sure, and I can't wait for, for it to sure. happen. I think it'll be a high-scoring one for the most part. Yeah, I, I think. And that usually leads to fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's entertaining because there's going to be probably a lot of passing going on for sure. I can see Yeah, that. for sure. Unless, for sure. And, unless the Chiefs are like, you know what, they already know we're going to pass the ball. Let's just start running it. Then they're going to start taking off with Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's a possibility, Coming man, for real. Kelsey, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. It's going to be wild, man. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Well, I hate to take up any more of your time. Like I said, you're talking so all day long. It was good kicking <laughs> with y'all, man. Yeah, I'm about to get jump on this other shit in a little bit. Get on to Facebook in a little while. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Always a pleasure. Monday night. Right. Fuck yeah, man. And after you yep. guys, uh, after everybody goes and watches that uh, that Super Bowl game next Sunday, you can come back here Monday for your hangover <laughs> while we're hanging out with anybody killer, talking some more old school. Yeah, oh, yeah. That'll be sure, dope. I'm sure I'll be hung over with the rest of you too. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, everybody Fuck be hung yeah. over and shit, and we'll be we'll be we'll be throwing it back, man. That's hell yeah, up. man, Blaze. Much hell love, yeah. man. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Always a pleasure, man. Everybody go for to sure, For man. the Fam Fridays. That's the number four, thefamfridays.com. Pick up tickets. Blaze, one list, G in the Hood, 20th anniversary show featuring Twisted and ABK going down Friday, February 5th, right before the Super Bowl. Yep. Yes, sir. Pick up your merch packs. Get you a collector coin, cards, limited jerseys, all kinds of freshness over there. And yeah. Uh, Make sure you follow him. Like I said, he's heading over to Facebook. You can chat with him there and tell him how much you enjoyed the uh, the show tonight. Blaze your dead homie on Facebook at Blaze your dead one on Instagram. Uh, any yep, last words? Yep. Any shout outs? Anything we didn't get to? Hey, much love, much love to everybody out there, man. Thank y'all for ever rocking with me from day one. And if you didn't, and whatever your day one is when you jump down, man, much love to y'all. Thank y'all for being here. I'm the read. The reason I'm here is because of you, and we gonna keep running this motherfucker at 21 and beyond. Sure. That's how we do, man. For real. Hell yeah, brother. Well, much love, much man. Much love. We appreciate it. We'll yeah. Talk much to love, you again. that man, and everybody over there too, man. And my dude Lex. Yeah, I know you out there. Cold one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cold ones. Hell yeah. Shout out to Lex. That's what's up. Replicon Radio Hell brought yeah. to you by Lex the Hexmaster in the Shadow Army. That's Especially right. Sponsors, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh. Right. That's what's up, man. All right, brother. Well, we will talk to you soon, and uh, much love. Hell yeah. All right, much love, bro. Peace. Have, a, have Peace. a good night, Blaze. Peace. Hell yeah. All right, everybody else, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, if you guys are on the YouTube channel, the feed is going to stop. Uh, we're going to play a little bit of that one last G for everybody to enjoy. Um, and then we're going to come back. We're gonna short. We have a short little after party. We're going to talk about this week in history, I think. I think that's the. Uh, I think that's what we're gonna do, right? Good, yeah. Could we? Uh, we can do whatever. We can we talk want. about one day in history because I mean, uh, all right, we'll I don't be think we're gonna have much time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta check out the rest of the. You know, whatever. If you're listening to the replay, none of this matters. We love you. We'll right. be back. Go to rebelconradio.com if you want to listen to the music. Yeah. Just like his soul shall be blazing in the pits of hell, his name is most adequate. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not here to be sorrowful at this point, for his death is nothing but a blessing brought from God himself, so that we may rejoice and know that there is righteousness, that there are angels of vengeance that will strike down upon the evil and wicked of the world. Look at his body. Look at him. So evil. They say that he was rich with cash and he was a rapper. What is a rapper? He is no more than Satan's tool so that he can speak the voice of the devil himself, spitting his rap flows so that people can be seduced with his wicked rhymes. Well, I say this. You shall be seduced by demons in hell, brother. You are 
on a one-way ticket straight to where no one holy will ever set foot. You shall bake in the very pits of hell.
Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account, where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Hello, Saver. Whether you're saving for that trip to the tropics or saving for an emergency, now is the time to take advantage of Wells Fargo's savings options. Wells Fargo offers savings accounts that can help you save towards your goals. So, what are you saving for? Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash save to open a savings account today. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Up in his You're blessed, you nasty. You know you nasty. Man, you so nasty. You know you nasty. You're blessed, you nasty. Dabs with bubble gum, peanut butter, on a toenail. 
Making boogers in your ginger ale It's my tank, bust in your face Getting white my butt, so now it's kinda itchy Drink douche bags like white gooders And throw gang signs for all the old schoolers I stuck an AK in a hood rap booty Cause I found out she was a groupie If I blow ass, you gon' know fast All of y'all gon' need a Replicon Radio is brought to you in part by Lex the Hexmaster and the Shadow Army. Shadow Army. What up, y'all? We're back. We're live. We're here. What up? We are. We're up on YouTube back. again. We're back, motherfucker. Uh, if you missed it, we just had like a two-hour conversation with Blaze Your Dead Homie, and it was super dope. Make sure you guys peep the replay mm-hmm. on all streaming platforms or uh, on the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. That was dope that he shouted oh, out yeah. Lex at the end. He knows Lex is the sponsor of the show, and they got that. Remember, we forgot. I forgot that he even talked about that last time. Cold ones. It's mm, them yep. together. How could I forget? I forgot. I don't know how you did that. I forget stuff. There's so much stuff happening, it's easy to forget some of it. Well, you but, did uh, not forget. But, yeah, man, shout out to our sponsor, Lex the Hexmaster, for sure. And Shadow Art. Make sure you go peep out his new single. I dropped a couple weeks ago and subscribe to his brand new uh, YouTube page. That's right. Um, don't we don't have a lot of time. Tickets. And we missed uh, we missed it last week because we ran out of time. So we're going to hop on into it. This week in history. Let's hear what we got. Do you want me to, to recap last week or do you just want me to do this week? Uh, just this week. Just yeah, this we week. don't have time for last, last week. Last yeah. week's just never happened. Never happened. That, that's old news. Yeah. Blaze yeah. is already live on Facebook. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. This week in history, January 25th, 1980, Paul McCartney is released from a Tokyo jail and deported immediately from Japan after spending nine days in a Tokyo narcotics detention center. Having nearly a half a pound of marijuana in his baggage upon arrival at the airport of Narita, I believe. Uh, uh, McCartney was returning to Japan for the first time since his uh, tour with the Beatles back in 1966. And he was set to do an 11 city uh, concert tour with his current band at the time, Wings. Uh, And due to his incredible stardom... uh, the Japanese authorities, you know, despite being known for the rigorous enforcement of the strict anti-drug laws, they were kind of re- forced to just let him out of jail and uh, get him the fuck out of there as soon as possible because there was, you know, hordes of fans coming outside the jailhouse and, like, screaming, and he was making sing-alongs in the, uh, the fucking uh, the jail itself and all that stuff. But uh, he was quoted in a, in a later article, uh, I think in uh, 2004, uh, that day. he's like, yeah, we were flying to Japan, and I knew we wouldn't be able to get anything to smoke there, so, uh, you know, so I brought it. It's like, the stuff was too good to flush down the toilet, so I thought I'd take it with me. Damn. Because uh, for many years, people were like, what the fuck were you thinking, dude? Because Japan is known for very strict anti-drug laws, and, like, especially 
bringing the drugs I didn't into. Know, I don't even think I knew Paul McCartney smoked pot. I mean, coming from the guy that says they're bigger than Jesus, I mean, or coming from the band that thought they were bigger than Jesus at one you point. You would think they'd be able to take pot to sure. China. Yeah. Well, he wasn't in the you would think, anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That was it 1980. Was, nobody cared about the wings. Sorry, yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah. If it was the Beatles, track, I'm, yeah, I know, but I'm saying they, they weren't the Beatles. If that was the Beatles, they probably... No, but at that time, everybody knew who Paul McCartney was, and he was... Huge. Well, that's why he got off without a trial. Like he, so that's they, why he thought he could yeah. get away with it. Yeah, but if he was the Beatles. He would have got away with it. Oh yeah, nobody would have even checked. Nobody, no would have touched them or even known they had anything. Yeah. They yeah. had a fucking entourage around them. Oh yeah, and but that's why they let him out because uh, there was you know it was causing social disruption of the justice system, and they even though they didn't want to do a catch twenty two or you know they were like well. Get the fuck out of here! And they, he didn't even have a trial for it, so he, he just got a slap on the wrist for nine days, and they told him to get the fuck out of there. Well, now it's legal. Well, I'm sure they're about ready to riot through the fucking jail if they didn't let him go. Uh, so yeah, yeah. That has a lot to do with like, okay, well, we just need to let this motherfucker Say go. Say you want a revolution? Yep. Well, I brought pot. Yeah. To China, fuck you. Well, uh, let's see. Moving on, uh, January twenty sixth to uh, twenty twenty. Hey, did you know? I I, t- I told you this before we started because I said it'd be a cool thing to add, but I'm going to say it to everyone else today in music history. Alice in Chains released the Jars of Flies Look album. At Look at that, mm-hmm. which is a classic, classic album. I might uh, I might add that to it if uh, if it's a quick Google search. Yeah, I spent yeah, I too much time to on this shit already. Saw it and I was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, but uh. Uh, one year ago, uh, Tuesday, January 26, 2020, is, uh, we lost uh, the massive basketball star Kobe Bryant mm. and his daughter Gianna Bryant. In, uh, oh, damn. Uh, that's a year tomorrow? A year tomorrow. Holy shit. Yep. Uh, him, I can't talk bad about that. Him, his piece. daughter, and seven other people lost their lives in a helicopter accident. Uh, uh, let's see. Where was it? Uh, I have it somewhere in there. Uh, but uh, in the Thousand Oaks hills of california i believe it was um yeah due to pilot error and foggy conditions uh there was uh, other pilots that spoke out about the conditions that that pilot was flying in, and they were like That's the what they came to claim it was yeah he they were told not to fly that day yeah they I mean, clearly they were told not to fly because of the foggy conditions but yeah well, that that was what it came down to be. Is that like so? Basically, the pilots said, "Fuck that, we're flying, and I'm gonna kill you guys." Uh, well, the pilot he was a very well decorated pilot who had flown in very bad weather before, and it was just foggy. Like, it wasn't but, too good. Then, was but it? well, I mean, it only takes one time. You know, <laughs> it's, all, it's it, all you got. You only got to hit a mountain one time, and, and that's it. That's, that's, it. that's it. That's all you get. But uh. Let's see. For those that didn't know, Bryant uh, was you know had a very distinguished NBA basketball career. Uh, I believe oh, it was twenty suck. years. Suck. He sucked by winning five NBA championships, yes. the 2008 MVP award. Yes. Uh, he made the All Star team uh, in 15 of his 20 seasons that he played with the the Los Angeles he was a Lakers. Good dude, from, from my understanding, minus that one NBA. little imperfection on his on his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his past. No, yeah. that dude was a fucking badass basketball player, man. He I was mean, a he was a badass basketball player, and he had a he had a he great was, history. He was, he was a good he was a good dude overall. Yeah, yeah. 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 He had one I little one little blemish. Know, he had one little blemish, but other than that, yeah. Tragic. Rest in peace. <clears throat> yep. One year. Damn. 
Mm-hmm. I remember everybody was talking about, well, at least they missed out on Corona. That is true. Like, they got, they got them out before they had to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you take, Kobe, you take Kobe and give us COVID, huh? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a good trade. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I guess he was the only one deserving of not getting it. I guess. You all need to, everyone needs to do better. Practice. Yeah. Practice doing <laughs> I'm real talking shit. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. All right. What else we well, got? R.I.P. Kobe. Let's see. Uh, January 30th, 1972. Uh, I figured you'd go in order and not like skip around. I go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, if you want me to do chronological order, it, it'd be a little bit more difficult. It'd be like, oh, well, uh, Monday in history, Tuesday, uh, Thursday in history, Friday, you know, Sunday, back to Wednesday. You are going well, in mean, order, though, right? I'm going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, the day was. That's yeah. order, though, right? Yeah, it, it he's talking. Order, he yeah. wants me to do it by year. Well, yeah, because we're not even saying what. Oh, yeah, I am no, saying. Yeah, saying yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying January 30th, 1972. Okay, yeah, then never mind. I could put down there Wednesday. So that means <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker fucking me up, bro. Well, that would you be read the, the chat. I ain't even. Well, that would be the 27th. No, I, I, right? don't, I don't read the chat. Yeah, don't. So nothing happened on the 27th, 28th, and 29th. Paul read the chat. Is what you're saying? Uh, well, quarter, <laughs> the 28th. Hold on. Let's see. Today's no, the 25th. 25th. Ah, uh, yeah. Here it is. So where's the 27th? Yeah, you skipped. Yeah. I skipped it. Uh, January 27th. <laughs> now you see where my question came yeah. into play. Yeah. Say, well, yeah, when he said it the date again, I was like, no, you do go in order. No. That's, so that's why I was like, okay, so nothing Yeah, these, these are all written weird. We skipped the page. Well, I mean, uh, this one brings it down, but uh, ni- January 27th, 1945, the uh, Nazi concentration camp Auschwitz is uh, li- officially liberated. Oh, shit. I mean, I could go into full fucking detail about that if you would like to learn, but, you know. That whole page is that? Mm-hmm. Holy I'm, shit! I mean, they don't teach history. I feel in like you would anymore. like. I feel like you would like to if you wrote a whole page about it. Right? Well, uh, let's see. Can you stand up in front of the class and read your essay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see. Nazi concentration camp Auschwitz is liberated by Soviet troops in, in Auschwitz, Poland. Despite Warsaw and Krakow having been just recently liberated, the world was sh- shocked and mortified, having learned of the true depths of horrors that were happening at Auschwitz. It was actually. Not just one single area. It was a, a group of camps that were designated one, two, and three, as well as forty smaller satellite camps. Um, the it was at Auschwitz that uh, two that uh, uh, what what uh, Birkenau. I, I don't know how to fucking pronounce that. Um, where the SS established uh, in October 1941, where uh, the the killing grounds were, where most of the horrific events. Uh, took place. They had uh, 300 prison barracks, four bathhouses, which is where mass amounts of prisoners were, were they, marched were in. They, and, were they and bathhouses or were they gas houses? Well, they were told they were shower houses. They told the prisoners to go in there, strip down. You have shower heads, and they, you know, they would fit two, three hundred of them in a the building, and then they would gas them through the, the shower heads. So it was they they were dubbed bathhouses, but they, you know they were just gas chambers. Jesus. Um, let's see, moving on. Speaking of that, have you ever seen the, uh, movie? You ever seen the movie with, uh, what is it, uh, The Little Boy in the Striped Pajamas? The Boy in the Striped Pajamas? Yes, I have. That's a damn good fucking movie. It is. It is a really good movie. Uh, you want to talk about a movie? Is it about that? It kind of, yeah. It's about a boy that's the son of a, of a, of an SS officer that runs a concentration camp. 
Yeah, I one mean, of these. It's a damn good movie. You want to talk about a tearjerker, man? That motherfucker gonna make you shed a tear. Yeah, but uh, hearing this shit's sad. But I, mean, I know it happened, but then having to hear about it. But they, uh, they, they also had corpse cellars where they, you know, had, they kept the bodies, and then they had the crematoriums. Uh, where they, you know, burned all of them and in the uh, the personal effects as well, um, and that's where they did a lot of the. You're the, right. Your history is dark. That's fucking the world for you. Oh, okay. I, I mean, if world. you want me to look up rosy history, yeah, I can. Can we do that? Yeah. This week in rosy history. This please. week in rosy history, uh, thousands of people were tortured at the hands of a doctor. No. Rosy. Um, rosy. Rosy O'Donnell? O'Donnell came out of the closet today. I mean, what the fuck? What the hell is well, Rosie fucking? Fast forwarding it, uh, that uh, basically they went on a murder spree to try to get rid of everybody, get rid of the evidence, uh, knowing that the the Red Army was coming. Uh, but uh, seven thousand of them survived. Um, but I mean, they were starving. But uh, they came up uh, over six hundred forty-eight corpses. And also, uh, here's a little fact for you. I would say fun fact, but it's not fun fact. Uh, that it, it was estimated that just at Auschwitz alone, that there was, uh, it, it's it's a controversial number, but it is accepted that either 1.9 or 2 million people were killed at at just the these this collection of camps alone, Jesus. Um, which would make it to where they had to kill 1,400 people a day, a day. So, yeah, there's a. Uh, that one. That's it, though. Fun fact. That's, you're right. Yeah. Fun fact. I mean, oh, it's. Yeah. I say. I say that's it. I mean, fourteen hundred people is a lot of people. Yeah. That's all they killed a day was fourteen hundred. Uh, at uh, just that? just at, at that count, ca- just at that one camp. They, I mean, I they feel killed. like I would have a hard time doing that. Yeah. Well, well, I, well I, you wouldn't if you were if if you were. I mean, if you're putting them into a giant you building were, and turning the gas off. Well, yeah. if you were brainwashed that way, it wouldn't bother you as 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 a Nazi soldier. And if you were raised that way as as a Jew, you wouldn't know any better. Fuck all this. All right, because you're told you're told just like our government today. Can we get to positive day in history. Tells you they're going to do all these good things. Well, that's what was happening back then. That they're going to do all. These well, good I'll skip things. around to get to the positive and day. Then that's do you have positives? I do have a positive. There's something positive. January 31st, 1865, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, which is abolishing slavery in America. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Did you know Democrats were the first ones to own slaves? Uh, Democrats also uh, were part of the reason why it got shot down once before, two times prior uh, after the Emancipation Proclamation, which... I did not know. The Emancipation Proclamation was uh, stated three years earlier during the Civil War, which basically President Lincoln came in and said, all right, you seven states are going to secede from the, the the Union and you're going to fight us. So guess what? I'm going to free all your fucking slaves. He didn't free the slaves in the Union states bordering those states. He freed the ones that were in the Confederate states. And so that means that any time the Union Army would come in and uh, free any towns or anything like that, they would keep the slaves, and but they and they wouldn't return them to the the slave owners. So technically, it wasn't freeing slavery with the Emancipation Emancipation Proclamation. But three years later, it finally got passed in the House of Representatives. But here's a little fun fact for the conspiracy, but it's actually proven fact that uh, it came with one giant loophole. And that is anybody that is imprisoned and committed of, uh, and convicted of crimes is still um, 
subject to involuntary uh, servitude, which still holds true to this day, which brought along the prison boom right after that, where they started coming up with these extremely vague laws in order to put African-American people into prisons so they can still, quote-unquote, use them as slaves, which is still being done today. I mean, it's a longer reason today, I mean, of decades of, uh, you know, bad upbringings and stuff like that, but... How are they using them today as slaves in the prison system? I mean, they So without doing a crime, they go to prison? No, they. It, it's it, it, the way that the system is set up. That's everybody in prison. We that's don't have enough folks. time for to go over that in detail of how it's still being implemented today. Well, I'm just saying, though, that's just not with black folks. The, it's, with with everybody. Everybody, it, it's with everybody. It's with everybody. System, but I mean, per capita, that's uh, how they make money in there. Uh, exactly, they, they do work. But that, that's why it's the like, prison systems are so fucked. So it's for everybody. All slaves out here too, because we go to work to make money. To pay for our shit that we want. Yeah, but we get paid for that. They don't. They yeah, get they paid a get nickel. Paid. They get paid a nickel a day or something. Yeah, they still get paid though. Yeah, no, well, that's you, that's that's forced labor. Little boy or good little girl while you was out here in the free. So world. you're for the sweat camps over in you know the the holes in the walls in China where they make three year olds fucking make phones and shoes. No, what I just said was then they should have been good little boys and girls while they're out here in the free world and not fucked up. Yeah, but you you totally skimmed over the part where I was like you know that that gets into deeper physiology of like there's been really bad upbringings for a lot of people well, we there's a lot about our states we weren't talking about overseas how did you go back to that you just said that i said our, that and then you went back to the states using. and then i went back to the states i i said because you were like oh they should have been good little girls and yeah, they get paid and you went they get overseas paid. yeah because you were like well they get paid they so get that's paid. fine and yes, little. And I said and, and so. Yes, so and, in and, that theory, and yes, sweatshops back over in fucking China or whatever, they, teaching kids responsibilities on how to work, and they still get paid. Okay, just okay. like kids go to school and get an education, they're getting paid with education, so they learn how to do things out in the real world. Well, I'm glad that you think it's okay to work a fucking five year old fifteen hours a day, but and pay him uh, a dollar a week. They're not five years old because they're not comprehensive at five years old. Uh, it's easy. All you got to do is go, hey, put this here and go that, and that's it. That's why they have. 400 of you them know, in a room. You know five-year-old kids don't listen? American five-year-old kids? <laughs> we're fucking stupid over here. Any, any they got five-year-olds five in India doing fucking trigonometry that I wouldn't even be able to dream and about now, doing. And now you see, you know why they're working now? Because they're fucking smart. They're not sweatshops. Well, I'm sure there is sweatshops I'm, in I'm India. There's sweatshops all over. Yeah, yeah. But, that, I mean, it just glosses over the whole, the, the loophole. I think it teaches them fucking responsibilities. <laughs> to many many factors to it, many factors. I don't know to when it. you decided to be a troll, but I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Too bad. It's terrible. Hey, you know what? Welcome to the old me, bro. Because that's what that's what's <laughs> you were never out. a troll. You've never. He's been a troll. he's been quiet for no, far too long. But I've always talked shit, though, haven't I? Talking shit's not. It's a different than the straight up. No, see, see back then we didn't know what the fuck trolling was, and that's what it was: <laughs> was talking shit to get people riled up. I guess no, no different than today versus yesterday. All right, what else we got? Uh, we're just gonna bounce around to the happy stories. <laughs> um, the January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty five. Uh, Forty five of the eighties biggest stars came together to record "We Are the World" Hell a, yeah. an attempt 
to help raise money for the African Famine Relief Fund. We are the world. Yeah. Uh, we I, are the children. Mm-hmm. We are the ones to make a brighter day. day. So let's start giving. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. There's a choice we're making. And we're saving our own lives. You're going to get us fucking demonetized. <laughs> Just you and me. Well, the the record would eventually go on to sell more than 7 million copies and raise over $60 million for the relief effort. Fuck yeah. Uh, let's see. Dun, dun, dun. I was curious as to, you know, what was, uh, why. Because, I mean, the, you had the uh, Do They Know It's Christmas that was uh, done by the British-Irish uh, Band-Aid uh, just prior to that, which sparked this up. And I was like, why... Uh, was there such a, a, a boost of uh, you know African famine relief fund? And I kind of did a little research on it, and it's like, they, I mean, they suffered the continent itself suffered more than twenty years of droughts, and then they had you know that's a lot numerous conflicts, uh, which you know had led to mass amounts of famine, and it, I mean they wound up killing several million people. Because, especially in like Ethiopia and uh, um, I think in Uganda as well, um, and the the entire economy was like collapsed. Like they, I think there's 36 countries over there, and all of them were fucked. Every single one of them was in crippling debt. So, um, fuck, comments got me rolling. Man. Go ahead, go oh, ahead. One. Great Joe. All, yes, them, all of them, really. I just bounced over and just I seen Joe and I was like, "This motherfucker." Who said they put air conditioning sweatshops? There would be sweatshops. That is true. That is true. <coughs> but yeah, many uh, simple solution for big problem. Right. Yeah. So now, so since they made that song, Africa now has water. Some. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. There, there's I'm a lot. Sure, Africa's always. Don't get me wrong. I'm one of the biggest fans of Michael Jackson in the world, but I, I mean. How did he put water in Africa? I don't know, but we reached around time. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll Stay tuned. Discuss that next how, 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 how so? They've always had like how, water. But it was, they had a 20-year drought, which is why they had famine. Because they didn't dig. Which is why they had to raise money. They didn't dig. So they. It was several areas of drought over the span of 20 years. It wasn't like the whole continent didn't have fucking water. It was there was mass areas that had that suffered droughts <coughs> throughout a twenty year time span. We are the world. We are the children that they were speaking about in that song. Ah, sure, sure. Where you we? got the water. That's the ice cube. You got you got yeah, the yeah, frozen water. Yeah. You got the sweatshop water. That's how they got yeah. water. Yeah, they froze it here. They threw it at them. They shipped it over yeah. there. Yep. Dropped it off. Sent it all with a big fucking. Uh, they ran it through a sweatshop first. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they they slingshotted ice cubes through a sweatshop and it became water and then yeah. You know, but we are we you know we are out of time. They were the world and we are the children that they were speaking of. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that are supposed to make a brighter day and we're it, fucking. Hey up. man, not to bust your bubble, but Akon been doing work over there like that too. So it wasn't just Michael doing it. Akon was a. Was one of the children they were singing about when that came out? <laughs> <laughs> he was a teenager. He was a convict. He was a teenager. He, was he a, probably might have been a convict. He was a convict. 
Yeah, he was locked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, we're out of time. Go check out the Blazer Dead Homie interview. <coughs> Tune in next week. We'll be back Monday night, 6 to 10 p.m. I'll try to Central. have happier stories for you fuckheads later. Happier <laughs> history. We got the homeboy Easy 606 hanging out with us next Monday. We're going to talk about some uh, some new shit. Yeah. And uh, don't forget ABK on the 8th. So you got two announcements tonight. It's going to be easy next week. Easy like Sunday morning. We're just going to sing, I think. We should just start singing everything. Easy like Sunday morning. That's all right. YouTube, we love you. Much love. If you don't subscribe, please subscribe. Don't miss out. More things dropping. Food reviews, daily dinos, interviews. Much love. Yeah. Peace everyone out, else, y'all. Everyone else See y'all gets to next hang week. out for a couple minutes. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Y'all have a good week. Weeks that are good. They have water. They just don't drink. Unlike it. Tony's like fucking week in history, I hope y'all have a good week. Right. Yeah, I hate to break it to you guys, but uh, the world history is dark. Oh man, I don't know. It's the all, world hasn't been a great place. It's all fucking rainbows and sunshines, bro. Oh yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that. Sunshine, lollipops, <laughs> and rainbows, and everywhere. Did, 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 did. I don't know the world.